You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, celebrating 25 years of making a living off low expectations. It is a brand new hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. It's six minutes past. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here for a brand new hour. Hash Brown Hero, take your phone calls. Good news for the golden ticket seats. Jack's Family Restaurant scheduled to drop by food today. So you guys are going to have a breakfast buffet coming up here in just a little while. Uh, courtesy of Jack's. Uh, football just goes better with Jack's. Uh, as it is uh, a football Friday, uh, we'll sound the air raid siren for the two fan bases that have been assigned Beth Mowens. Uh, this weekend. Uh, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. There he is. Rick, I am honored and privileged to be here. Thank all of you for the opportunity. Okay, so uh, we, as we said coming out of the break, we're celebrating 25 years here on the program. Our little flashback yeah, music like there. That. So we have, um, we have uh, a listener who's been around for a lot of the 25 years, and he heard us talking um, the, over the last couple of weeks about how we've gotten to the point that the body of work uh, and the body of, of things to remember as it gets bigger, you know, and these are different theories, can your mind truly keep it all in, or does it have to start moving things out in order to make room? You know, when the show's been going 10 years, you bring up 10 years, we can remember a lot oh, of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But as it stretches out to 25, <laughs> uh, so people now – We'll, we'll do the – it reminds me a lot of times of the very, very funny Chris Farley interviewer. You remember the time? You remember that? Hey, you remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite still is when he asked Paul McCartney, do you remember that time you were in the Beatles? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that's, 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 that was awesome. But anyway, so sometimes we can remember, uh, and we have three categories, cannot remember at all. Mm-hmm. That sparks something, uh-huh. or I remember that completely. L- let's go back. Let's call the first one we can't remember it totally stumped. Totally stumped. Yeah. I love that. I like that. Totally stumped. There's a spark. <clears throat> right. Or, or, or I remember that. Okay. So, and no offense when we say there's a spark to anybody in California. Right. So, oh, this wow. is, and, and Matthew has called many times from Colorado Springs, and I, yep. I thank him for his devotion to the show. Uh, and he has really taken time to put together quite an extensive list. Mm. Uh, that we can roll with the staff. Now, for Helmsy, Greg, and uh, Adler, uh, Helmsy didn't really have any connection to the show, so there's going to be some things that he won't remember. Greg, there's some things you might remember as a listener. Yeah, and, probably uh, and, a lot and, of that. And, that. and then, Adler, I don't know, you had an in, some intern time. Some of this you may remember some of the way back as well. But but the the right now, the, the, the lowest number anybody's been with the show is still, what, 10 years plus, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Right. What's Helmsy? Were you the very last person to uh, join? Adler. Adler, was. Adler. Adler. How many years? Who's the last one on the boat? Nine. You know, I think it's actually been ten. We were watching a clip the other day that I remember uh, running okay. cameras for, and it was like it's, ten years ago. It's it's uh, Greg was eleven. Wow. I'm ten, and you came probably six eight months after me. So y'all around ten. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's right there. So right everybody's there. still got a pretty big body of work. Here. Yeah. All right, so here's one. Bubba, while recording stuff for a best of CD, now think about how far back that was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, ran into a giant man-eating North American deer around his house garden hose at night. Yes. Do you, do you remember, I remember that one? That. Uh, I do remember. I remember oh. coming in late. I don't remember if we were doing that part of it, but I ran face-to-face, yes, into a deer. Yeah, and you do yeah. remember that, and yes. I was talking about yes, that. Yes, I do. I, that's, yes, a, I do. that's a spark for me. Yeah. 
It certainly, I certainly know what happened. Right. You didn't look that deer in the face. No, no you're right. Uh, Speedy, do you remember that at all? I do. Okay. All right. And you guys, y'all were not, not, no, nothing there. Got uh, nothing on this that. one's a pretty easy one. The throw down and mismatch town. Oh, yeah. We all remember that. We all remember that one. when you boxed Adler. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to go to some that may be harder. Some of them are pretty. Uh, Bubba became a soccer dad at least for a little while with old, old Hunter. But here's the thing I did not remember. The name of the team, the Orange Fireballs. <laughs> yeah, really? right. did you remember that yeah. before he said it uh, well i would have but to hear it was yeah okay. i think i remember that because i think it is it on the best of yeah it because is because yeah. we talked about yeah. how they tried to get our kids and all that yeah, yeah. And, and betty was you know we that was one of those moments that we were kind of crossed with each oh, other yeah. yeah i went through that too yeah. the uh, orange fireballs I didn't remember that in team name, but I do now. That's now that he stuff. says it, I the do. The fireballs. Uh, Rick and Bubba nearly knocked out news broadcaster Dave Fitz with sulfur spray. Yes. I've no, heard yeah, the I, I still tell that story. Yeah, Dave Fitz passed away, believe it or not, uh, over 10 years ago. Uh, so anyway. That's where we're squirting that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's morning, called fart morning spray. Breeze. Morning, morning breeze. breeze. Morning breeze. Morning um, breeze. Up under the conference Gosh. room door while he was in there doing an interview oh. for his uh, oh. weekly public affairs program. Oh. Very serious. Oh, that's so good. Oh yeah, it was very serious. And we we could not. We thought we'd put like one squirt up on the door and we would run down the hall into our office when we had desk in the same room. Gosh. And, and we we thought they would come out, but they just stayed in there. So we kept. <laughs> going back so it must not be working and he, and he talked like this oh, news so Dave Fitz oh, yeah. what's that smell I'm interviewing the I'm somebody <laughs> from the probably team. Mayor Steve Means I'm, I'm interviewing <laughs> Mayor Steve Means and Steve what'd you have for dinner last night if you don't mind me asking uh, sorry Mayor yeah. apparently we yeah. have a problem here he'd answer the phone so anyway so, so we do remember that yep. here's one that Love was Dave. this is one that I think is a spark you may remember more of it the entire show called two directors of the Not Hole Club of Greater Cincinnati and left voicemails of baseball chatter to mock them for banning baseball chatter. I vaguely remember that. I don't uh, think I was here, but I think I remember I you. remember us talking about baseball chatter and it being banned. I don't remember calling and chattering to anybody on the phone. So, I'm going to draw a blank on I that I vaguely part. remember that. All right, so I, you're totally stumped? Yeah, I'm totally stumped. Speedy? I'm part spark. of that. I got a spark. So I got a spark. I don't think I was here. But I just I remember, remember us remember. doing baseball chatter. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. But I don't. Rem- I didn't remember calling somebody and and uh, leaving hey, chatter. That, that's a good one. Yeah. Hey, buddy, buddy, buddy. Hey, why'd you cancel the chatter? We, hey. we left chatter on their voicemail. Yeah, according, according according to Matthew, no I do remember that. Uh, Burgess family visits Butts Mill Farm. Yeah. We do remember that and got yeah. mobbed by animals. I remember that clearly. Of course, I was there. Bubba Oliver North recalls. The inquiry of uh, Howell Heflin yep. during the Iran Contra, and he talks about uh, Howell Heflin talk about the leotards and the mm-hmm. panties. Oh, very, very well. I remember yeah. when it happened on TV. I was watching, and then I remember us reliving that with Oliver North, really uh, several times yep. when he's been on the show. Uh, no, you know my Howell Heflin memory. Yes, I do. <laughs> Yes, I do, Greg. It, invo- he, it involved me. Yeah, you heard <laughs> Rick was class president uh, and student body, and he was speaking at our school, and for some reason he pulled his handkerchief out and blew his nose in, in the, the microphone. microphone. In the microphone. Like, <laughs> and then he got through. Rick come up after him and was like. <laughs> <laughs> he blew his nose nuts. into the microphone. <laughs> Rick was like, wow. And I tried to put a hat from our high school on, oh, top, of that, yeah. on top of that, that head. giant head. It was like trying to put a hat on Herman Munster. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. It was. You, you was know, I'll say this: <laughs> that that and Hal Heflin's performance on the national stage during the uh, Ollie North and all that, and the 
you know, the Charlie Graddock, Bill Baxley debacle is why that. our state is almost totally Republican yes. now. Right. Those two events alone changed everybody's outlook and said enough is enough. All right, here's, an- right. here's another one to see if you remember this one. This one, I'm looking for some that, that are difficult. Because some of them I think we all will remember. But I'm going to some that are difficult. Oh, deep cut. Here's, here's one that I'm trying to remember. Uh, Rick, Bubba, and Ryan Greenwood drove with a Filipino named Francis Mm-mm. from yes. a New Jersey event. Mm-hmm. The young college Republicans were involved, as was Oliver North. Yeah. And Rick's heckling of Francis's driving nearly caused them to crash. Yes, yes that's, I, that's I remember best that very of, well. Uh, yeah. That's in the best of. That's uh, when category. we went to the event that Hannity had in New Jersey. Okay, yeah. Six Flags. What, what over was I Newton doing Wright. to the to the kid that made him almost crash? Well, you were making fun of the way he was driving because mm-hmm. he he wasn't going fast, fast enough, enough, and right. he sped up, and he 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 was not ready for that. So yeah. I, I I pushed well, he him was, into yeah. a nearly. Okay. That, that's where you remember we stopped to get gas, and we jumped out to pump, and we about got tackled by guys in orange vests because yes, you can't you pump, can't your, pump your, own your own gas in New yeah. Jersey. That's yeah. right. Now that I, I remember. think we've mastered that in okay. New Jersey. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 really. remember, we did the yeah. story on that. They, they still do that. All right, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that part did. I remember us talking about. So that was that same trip. I do remember. It's a spark for me. It's just a story about the whole trip. It was about an hour drive back to the hotel that we were at. So you were messing with the driver? And he couldn't. He wasn't used to one driving at a little quicker pace, and I two, him. we were tired. I needed people to go. Let's pick it up, buddy. people Let's picking go. at him, yeah. and he, he he almost freaked out. So what I did basically is I overwhelmed him, and he tried to. Meet, I finally he tried Rick. to meet my expectations. Right. And nearly crashed. <laughs> uh, Rick, over, uh, Rick, you need to ease up. I do remember. This I, I have no spark on that one, and that would obviously been as a listener. Yeah. Oh, I remember because yeah, we almost died. I yeah. remember when Speedy yeah. asked the cab driver in New York who said he was from Egypt. If there was a certain part of Egypt he was from, you remember that? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You remember? Yes, yeah, I do. I, I do. do. I think it was a dare. Mm-hmm. He said, no, but that's a long way from where I live. Yeah. Uh, so, Bubba, this one's an easy one. The, the, infam- the infamous Pita Eater's remote. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We remember Absolutely. that vividly. Sure we do. I remember yeah. being told. I remember I almost, the telling of it. I, yeah, there's one or two times I can remember laughing to the point I thought I was, I was going to pass was one out. Yeah, that I had totally lost all bodily control, and that was one of them. Can I tell you, Greg, I, yeah, we've told yeah. this one before, and all of you have been told this. Some of you weren't here yet. <laughs> Greg, you don't, you, no way you remember as a listener, but you remember us telling the story. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm not making this up. Bubba and I, we were so certain that we were fired. We were laughing maniacally and unplugging stuff because the the, the business was done. It's over. They were just like, take your stuff but, and go. And and we were thinking to ourselves, you know how you're you know your life's about to be altered, but it's so yeah. funny. You yeah, don't I, really I don't care about it. You worry about it later. Right. That, right. You worry about it later. Yeah. And uh, and we've switched. but I was laughing so hard, you you didn't know that I was concerned that I was going to be fired. No, you didn't know because we. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Then we'll go to break. I, I don't really remember this one. I'll see if you do. That that and this may have been something that we portrayed as actually happening that that did not, uh, and that was when we s- sounded like on the air that we had gotten a hold of Tanya Harding's uh, husband, and uh, and you could hear the sound of her hollering at him in the background. Was that a was that a something that we set up to sound like that? You talking about Jeff Galuli? Yeah. Oh, Galuli. Did we mm-hmm. just? Did we? I don't remember well, that's that. That's a spark right there. Is that uh, a spark? You know, I I don't I don't really remember that at all. Yeah, and uh, I think it was. I think, try, we, we have that one. Oh, was it I, was I, it I, an Andy Spinoza? I, I, I think did it might have been. Now like, that's very possible. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I mean, nothing came close to the goat throwing. 
Yeah, but uh, no. that one that oh. one lives on. I have that on my phone. I listen to it personally from time to yeah, time. Rick, 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 Rick and Bubba doing trash talking monks. I certainly remember that. Yeah, one. I remember oh, that. Yeah. That was a good one. Yep. Yeah. And there's there, there's a the show apparently managed to get a hold of Tanya Harding's boyfriend Galuli and hurt him getting hit. That that might have been theater of the mind. That that may have y'all, been y'all an Andy Spinozzi production. Oh, yeah. that's awesome! And he said one that slayed him, the the armless, one legged Florida man who managed to escape police. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good. That's a that's <laughs> in the archives too. Your phone calls are Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Twenty three minutes past uh, Rick and Bubba's show coming up uh, over the weekend. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the new podcast. Uh, we do a profile on the real Greg Burgess. Uh, as Bubba said, what is the man you never knew? An inside look. Uh, so that coming up over the weekend. Enjoy that. All right, so we've been we've been talking about the 25 years, and we got that extensive list uh, from one of our viewers and listeners asking us things that we remember or don't remember. Kathy uh, is calling, and, and if you have calls about things uh, you're asking if we remember over the last 25 years, we do, we're going to do this periodically. Uh, through the end of this year, since we celebrate 25, Kathy, you, you're asking us about a memory. Is it uh, is it a total stump? Is it a spark, or is it a vivid memory? Uh, so, what what which which one are you bringing up? I can only imagine it's a vivid memory, especially to Speedy, because he couldn't breathe after it happened. We were at Lulu's, and there was a monkey. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He liked my hair. Yes, he did. Oh, your monkey girl. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my, I'm the monkey girl. Yeah, Kathy, I, I'm gonna tell you that that uh, that ranks right up there with one of the hardest times I've laughed. I couldn't believe we were seeing what we were seeing on, on live radio. Yeah, it, it was a moment for those of you that don't know, Kathy. I hate to bring this up. Are you okay? <laughs> are you still seeing a counselor? Or are you done with that now? <laughs> it's my claim to fame, Rick. It's my claim to fame. I love it. And, and I'm also tubing. Oh, okay, are you? good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, Interesting. Uh, speed, speed, and uh, Kathy, oh, when uh, Kathy... Uh, I mean, she, she said she's human. She, she means she said it. Right. Yeah, play that country tuba. Uh-huh. Play that country tuba. Uh-huh. Play that country tuba. Uh-huh. Hey, uh-huh. And when Kathy has been to the studio, she has brought a little uh, stuffed monkey with her. Well, if yeah. you if you want to face I- traumatic moments in life, sometimes it's better to face them than that like they didn't happen. Right. And you've you've embraced it. Uh, you certainly could do a, <clears throat> an incredible ad on shampoo. Do y'all remember uh, that? Do y'all remember that? Do the, I need to explain it. Does anybody uh, raise your hand to go on ticket seats if you know what she's talking about? No, so, so we're we're at Lulu's, and the folks from the zoo had brought animals by, as they do many times, and they had a little uh, little monkey. You do know, you remember Pam from quick. the zoo? Do you remember? Yes, I do. Because yep. yeah, Pam, you know, we visited with Pam when mm-hmm. we were down on vacation. Picture like a little Reese, a, a little Reese's monkey kind of. Kind of <clears> what was there. his name? Hmm. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. Never and, and she she had told <laughs> us that Vinny likes. Um, females with darker colored hair there it is and we thought well i don't really know how that plays into this but that's an interesting note well he got loose he got to eating homemade ice cream you remember jumping Mm -hmm. around drinking people's orange juice Mm -hmm. and he he jumped on kathy's head and i'll never forget those little monkey hands (laughs) took her hair and like wrapped it around his hands like that. this little posable thumb Mm -hmm. and then he 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 commenced to showing the love to kathy and um you know the speed at which all of that happened was very very, very incredible. Nice. I mean, it was like a sewing machine. And uh, 
I remember looking at my sister That's and I funny. asked her, I said, I said, what's happening? She goes, you don't want to know. <laughs> I've never and, seen anything like that in my life. I, I know. Uh, and uh, the, the, just the sheer uh, speed and energy that went into it. Oh. And uh, mm. the, uh, it, was, oh. it was over fairly quick. And, uh, <laughs> right. and Thank, uh, Thankfully, Kathy, it yeah, was. And, yeah. and we, we were laughing, and, and you know, Kathy was look, looking for a towel. And, I mean, it was quite an ordeal. And, and kind uh, of in a demoralizing moment, he just kind of moved on. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, but right. it was, well, he uh, tried to get a cigarette from a man. Uh, okay. And, and suddenly uh, it was calm. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, well, Kathy, one personal you... memory that I have that I wanted to say is that um, uh, the day before I had my kidney transplant, I ca- we came to see y'all at the yep, Golden yep. Ticket. Station. I remember that. My sister talk and I, oh, yeah. my sister Connie, and uh, and w- yeah, I really man. appreciate that. That's a good memory, and everything's great, by the way. Yeah, oh, how are, how are great. you doing? I, that's I told Rick uh, that I, I remembered you had that done. What? How how are you doing? Post. I, everything's fine. Everything's I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Don't even have to take medi- well wow. medication anymore. And uh, and she, it was like putting my own kidney in me. Oh wow! Oh, wow. That is wow. Great. great. I do That's remember. Great. Can you go back to the zoo again, or still some trouble there? I still, I still stay away from the monkey. I understand. Uh, well, look, who can blame you? Yeah, right. Yeah, I heard a, that in any showing of Planet of the Apes. Which right. is too much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hey, Thanks thank so you. much. Thank Have you, a good buddy. Day. Thank, mm. Boy, I'll tell you what. I'll, really I, like I'll never video. forget that. When uh, we play that on the best of, and we will every time, Yeah. the mania, when y'all start screaming, and you can't even understand what's happening mm-hmm. because it's so over the top. Yeah. How do you broadcast that? I know. Well, I mean, okay, the microphones can't even handle it. Let me tell you volume. why. Let me tell you why. He already had stirred everybody up by jumping around. I was just and about he, to say and that. that was kind of funny. He jumped on me at one point yeah. and was sitting was on my shoulder, everywhere. and he was trying to get my eyes. You've never been so glad to have gray hair than that day. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but, but let me. But what I want to go back to this. <laughs> what I want to go back to this is Wasn't enough to pull. Like Bubba said, is it built up? Because oh, we thought we were only only just going to laugh the fact that the monkey got loose. Right. Right. I mean, that's funny enough. That's a funny. Sure, yeah, yeah, the monkey's and loose. The monkey he's, on the loose. He's jumping around everybody's Any table, yeah, getting, him, get getting him pop off orange juice, <laughs> squirrels <laughs> loose, monkeys. He's getting into everybody's food. Uh, all that we think is just great. He loves the homemade ice cream, and just when you thought it couldn't get any funnier, mm. he he, uh, Boy, he I'm gonna tell you, I'll never he, ever he, no, he noticed listener Kathy and Greg. You all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, right? <laughs> Can you even tell the mania that what, <laughs> no, that, that it made you don't even know what's happening? Well, I mean, it ramped up. You could tell it got worse. Yeah. Oh, there's it, a weird it, side it, of me wants to play it. I'd like to hear that that moment. Yeah. Cue, cue it up when yeah. it goes nuts. Yes. Yes. Well. Well. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, we're back. Uh, LifeLock. Um, l- let me tell you this right now: if you do not have protection of LifeLock and Norton Security, uh, man, I mean, y- you might as well take the the will of identity theft uh, and, and spin it, and just hope it doesn't land on you. Because it, I'm telling you, uh, there's so much of it going on, and uh, you know, here's the problem: even with some of the ways that we're trying to help outside of LifeLock and Norton Security, uh, they did surveys and said only three in ten adults knew how to uh, uh, to spot a website, whether it was encrypted or not. Most people don't know how to do that. 
Uh, one in five adults aren't sure how to uh, identify an example of two-factor all you know all, to to do that when you're trying to say this is who I am. I got the two things I got to do uh, to authentic- authenticate uh, who I am. They don't know how to do it. Uh, also, um, so these things that are protecting personal information and sensitive accounts, the things that are out there that everybody has access to, sadly, a lot of us do not even know how to do that. So this is where LifeLock and Norton Security are so important. And if something does happen, you know they, they use their proprietary technology to detect and alert you to a wide range of identity threats, and Norton Security protects you from a wide range of cybercrime. But nobody can stop all identity theft, and nobody can stop all cybercrime. This is the best protection, but here's the good news. If something does happen, one of their U.S.-based restoration specialists work with you to fix it. You're not going to find that by just checking your credit. And you're also not going to see things like your information for sale on the dark web. You can't detect that by just checking credit and credit cards. So uh, why don't you put them to work for you now? We'll give you 10% off your first year, and it's not a lot of money to have the protection. Uh, if you put in the promo code Bubba at lifelock.com or by calling 1-800-LIFELOCK. All right, so in our flashbacks of the 25 years, and we do these from time to time, uh, today uh, we think that we, we found a flashback. Uh, that uh, goes back to the monkey incident that Kathy called about. She was the listener that uh, oh, gosh. Uh, um, was was singled out by the monkey uh, for affection. And uh, but in in this flashback, you will hear that Bub and I are already letting you know that the monkey is not behaving well and is even interfering with the broadcast by getting on the control board. And at one point, you'll hear me say that I have lost control. Yeah, that's how uh, you come out of break. It, yeah. It's it's pure pandemonium. If you're looking for it on iTunes or you want to purchase it, 14 years and still no awards, it is cut four on CD1 mm-hmm. is where you'll find and, it and, in the archives. And, there, and that's on iTunes as well mm-hmm. uh, if the hard copies are no longer available. That's right. So here here is the flashback. We'll, we'll, we'll enjoy a little bit of it and, and, then, and then fast forward. <laughs> Everything was going great. And and we had the we had the zoo show up and uh, and and the monkey Check. I kid you not the monkey got on the board over here. Steve, I hope you're hearing this. And and the monkey got on the board went and, uh, and the monkey has like messed my microphone up. And I've been and I've been trying to talk <laughs> he, with y'all while fighting a monkey. He has been jumping around here like crazy. Oh my gosh, it was just like being a teenager again. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, man. I, I got <laughs> I'm a little out of control. I want to apologize. Oh, look, look, he's going through. Oh, the- oh, oh look at that jump! He's, 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 he's jumping everywhere. Crazy. He's going crazy. He's jumping on people. I don't know what he did to my mic, Bill. He was like he was like running around all over my mic, and now it's not. Working. Oh, something take your food and hide it. Okay, so now it's all. It's just. It's so we out know of the monkey's not. But he's not doing. It. And this is when the monkey's already jumped around on tables. He's mm-hmm. all over the control board. He keeps taking my microphone from me, mm-hmm. and now he takes it to a whole new level. And yeah. you're all you're going to hear is just us in disbelief, really. Right. Yeah. That. And I want to. I do want to apologize. I'm a little older now, uh, mm-hmm. and probably wouldn't go into the description I do when you see or oh, hear. Really? Oh, wow. Uh, but you're, inappropriate. you're talking to Pam. Oh, you, blue. Do you go off color here? I, I just give you, I let you know what he's doing. PG or PG 13. 
Uh, and and you're talking to me. You're trying to pull it together this whole time. The monkey's running around, and you're doing a good job. You're wrapping up the interview. Both of you are, and and then it happens. That's a zoo website and guest info. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Come to the zoo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The monkey, the monkey, monkey is hanging on to that lady's. Look, it's it's humping the lady's leg. The neck. It's humping the lady's neck. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Just flying speedy down. Look at the faces, guys. Not here. Oh my gosh! I'm sitting to play to get him. Oh I think we get him every time. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Look at Ryan! Look at Ryan! He's bringing so much. Ma'am, ma'am, when we say, ma'am, when we say the monkey loved you, we meant it. He's very. He's very partial to dark hair. Oh yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I guess, I guess there's not a lot of blonde monkeys out in the wild. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling that that would come right after the sugar rush of butter. <laughs> Uh, oh, you see ma'am, here? thank you so much. Uh, we talking an hour round trip. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Sam, look, just be glad it was the monkey and not the tiger. That's all. Get a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> have some kind of gift. Yeah. I mean, gosh, there should have been dinner or something. Oh my gosh. They just oh, you know what, man? You, you know what? You, you, you were undoubtedly you're very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. have beautiful hair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness, y'all! What a moment! <laughs> I'll never forget that. No, oh, my gosh. Uh, there it is. Wow, Ooh. there it is, right there. <laughs> that uh, oh. there's your moment. There it was. There's like I was there. Shows again. we always say, hey, you never know. And on location, it's even crazier. You bring Ooh. in. Animals. Oh yeah. What I picked a live up, audience. You it, never know. What I, oh yeah. There's that's happened throughout entertainment history. Live animals yeah. and talk shows. They 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 produce some of the greatest yeah. moments in entertainment history. Good night. The um um <laughs> undoubtedly Don Juan DeMarco uh, Williams was back running the board. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we're so disappointed that he's missing it. At one point, you hear me say, "Send the plane for him." I think we can get him back yeah. in time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, he's running things. And yep. Because he's he's missing it. Ryan Greenwood had to be rushed to the hospital. Speedy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was a it was a moment I'll never forget. Yep, yep. No, nope. I, can't, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I'm not. Speedy is the one laughing so hard that he's coughing. Right, I'm because you yeah. hear me speaking. I've got it together, but I, yeah. I mean, well because I can't I'll tell you what I'm oh, saying. I'll tell you, you had why. it together enough to throw out some great lines. <laughs> You know when you see something about to happen or whatever, y'all are interviewing. Uh, I mean, y'all are in the interview, yeah. whereas I'm kind of over to the, the website side, and the I'm kind of looking around, and I see it start, and that's why I lost it because yeah. it's just I saw it all. Yeah, you. Did. I didn't yeah. miss a thing. No spark on this one, gentlemen. No. Um, do y'all remember this? Speaking of Ryan Greenwood, he sent me this. Do y'all remember dropping the green flag at Talladega? I remember. Do y'all remember this? We're moment? The grand I don't remember this footage huh? you got. Yeah, yes, we were, we were the Grand Marshals. Uh, I don't remember how long ago it was. We have pictures of it here at the broadcast plaza. But yeah, this is the footage of whatever network was carrying. Fox. It. Now, Fox. Is this a different time though? I think we're Grand Marshals once, and then we got to drop the green flag once. I think you may be confusing. You right. may be confusing that with Barber Motorsports because we dropped the flag there one yeah, time. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Think, but I, I think when we were Grand Marshals. We were in the pace car the whole time, 
Well, no, I know I dropped I, the flag and been in yeah, the baseball. I know true. that when y'all were grand marshals, I drove the truck around. I yeah. remember that. You're right. That it was may be, fun. It may be two completely different incidents, unless I'm just putting it all in a hodgepodge. I of think we were ramping up to being grand marshals. Okay. This look may at, have been prior. Look to at that. the crowd too. Oh, yeah. uh, this courtesy of Fox, but way back when. Here in the trial, we'll like wow. at Daytona, all the way headed down the short shoot into turn one. Green flag coming. There, there I am. Are you hopeful <laughs> you or nervous? Well, right now you're real. You're just real tentative. You don't know what to expect. You know what your car's going to do. They told us don't drop the flag. Going, shake off those butterflies, get into a rhythm, and then start racing. Green flag, and Stacy Compton steps out with a lead. You know what? <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I can, I can, just by one little thing, you can see it's two different occasions because if I'm not mistaken, the Grand Marshal pictures, we have the yellow Rick and Bubba jerseys on, and right there we have the black ones. Right. I remember them really, really going over, do not drop these flags, because if you drop them on the track, we've got to stop and go get them. <laughs> and there was two of us, and they said it has happened before. When you have two people, they'll they'll hit yes. flags or arms, and, and they'll drop one. So. I wish y'all had. Mm-hmm. But that was awesome. I, the sound of them coming oh, under you, coming up to speed, and we got to stay up there for a lap or two. And the, there's little pellets of rubber hitting you when they come by. I mean, it was unbelievably yeah. loud. Please look at that crowd. Man. I know. Well, that know. was before they downsized. Them. I want to hear it again. They so. didn't even downsize it there. I mean, that's that's the there's there's no telling how many hundred fifty thousand people there. Probably. There were so many people. Here in a trial, like at Daytona, all the way headed down the short shoot into turn one. Green flag coming. Daryl, are you hopeful or nervous? Well, right now you're real. You're just real tentative. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what your car's going to do. You just like to get going, shake off those butterflies, get into a rhythm, and then start racing. Green flag, and Stacy Compton steps out with a lead. Good night. That was before boogity boogity boogity. Yeah, I thought he did How that about all that? the time. I, I guess he didn't. He didn't. Well, wow. Do you have a date on that? Thanks, one? I wish you never had. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it from. <laughs> no, Greg. Can I make the point? Certainly love Daryl Waldrop. What happens? He did it one time that was completely organic. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and everybody kept saying, "I like when you did that boogity boogity." So then he felt obligated to do it every time after. Right. Let's go racing, boys. The first time, the first time it was completely organic. Yeah. And everybody said, "That's good. Do it again." Yeah. We'll be back. Uh, your phone calls are next at eight six six. We be big. Whatever you want to talk about, you certainly can do a 25-year memory and ask a question, or you can just simply bring anything to the table, but we'll talk to you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Phone calls are standing by. 30 seconds a pop. At the end of 30 seconds, you hear this. Your time on the program comes to a close. If you try a meaningless shout-out or a shameless plug, those also will bring an instant buzzer. We move the line rapidly. Uh, we'll start uh, with Kenny out of Jacksonville, Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Kenny, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Fantastic. Hey, one of my favorite things y'all did, y'all used to do drive through password. I'll never forget the guy that called in and said, hey, I want to play drive through password. You said, okay, what drive through you at? He goes, I'm not. I'm at home with my granddad. And y'all did pop off password. That was the most hilarious yes. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I was just... thinking y'all were going to do that one of the best of us, but I've never heard it. Yeah, you know, we just let him play there in the room. He he totally didn't understand what was going on, and we just went with it. I, you know, I forget... My favorite two is people who misunderstand the words. Yes. 
and, and I remember there was one, uh, and and I think a rock was in the news then because of the war, and we gave the lady the word a rock, and she was trying to describe something on the ground. Yes, yes, not yes. the country. Uh, that hey, was good. I, I had forgotten a about, about Pawpaw password, but I remember it now. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest. Wasn't that- one lady guy played with him. He played. The game with himself. Correct. Do you remember that mm-hmm. one? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was weird. yeah. Uh, a we big issue we have on best ofs because I know that's a good. That was a good break. Then start you, over. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to shut it down. Yeah. Some of those moments and clips <laughs> that we save are like only two and a half minutes long, and they're and so unless you play multiple bits in one segment, which is sometimes complicated, they can't. We can't get it on. But I do remember those, and I and we will make an effort to play them during the holidays when we host all those days. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, That'd yeah. be fun. Uh, Florence, Alabama, W-L-A-Y. Alex is standing by. Alex, uh, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba. How y'all doing? Hey, good. we're good. Good. Um, I catch myself listening to this a lot, and I was listening to it the other day, and I'm pretty sure y'all are going to remember it. It's uh, William Wanda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you can't. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's, that, I think yes, we suffered. What, now, what is that? Yeah, I think we suffered some form of, of radio PTSD. Yeah. On that one, uh, we, 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 we can't get that one out of our minds. Mm-mm. And I know it's a lot of fun for everybody, and we're glad of that, but to live it was traumatizing. It wasn't fun yeah. then. No. We continue. Uh, let's, go to, um, let's go to Tommy and Coleman. Tommy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right Tommy. ahead. 30 seconds. Yeah, my memory is of 20 years ago in August, y'all had, well, before that, y'all had a li- uh, blood drive. I had a liver transplant in that August 20 years ago, and had a uh, bleeder. And so I've got rare blood, and so they had to exhaust the blood supply, and the, most of the blood that, for me, came from your blood drive. Hmm. So that was 20 years ago, and I called in, and it was a thing. You know, I called in a couple of days after they finally got me patched up, and I uh, told you all about it. But I'm sure you so, sir, remember. are you saying we saved your life? I mean, is you, that what I'm you getting? You want to just go nutshell yeah. here? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm a negative, and there was no egg negative to be found, and so they had to find it all in that new blood from the blood drive. Well, I, I I hate to make this even more emotional for you. Greg and I are both a negative, yeah. so you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so it could have been yours. Then. Yeah. Do you find oh, yourself? Do you good, find huh? yourself saying what's ever on your mind, and it just comes right out now? <laughs> Uh, yes. Well, there you go. A, Even uh, when it could be inappropriate in most settings. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. Even if it can traumatize people and hurt their feelings terribly. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if we're keeping score. That's two transplant calls today. <laughs> it is, by that's, the that's way. That's rare. Yeah. We continue. Uh, that's rare. I don't remember that, though. I, I don't. Well, we were that, involved that, in that, a lot of a blood stopper. drives mm. over the years. Uh, you remember you used to call me the Iron Spleen. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That's true. I, I think once I passed that level where I'd given a, uh, a box car full, oh, yeah. you, know, you got a, a trophy like a trophy. trophy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, He's given so many gallons. We continue. Let's go to uh, uh, let's go to Dan in Bruton. Dan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. What's on your mind? Thank you, bud. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. I was just uh, listening to y'all talking about the monkey. And uh, mm. about 30, 30 years ago, I saw one in the woods hunting. And uh, I don't know. I was in Connecticut County, South Alabama. I don't have any idea what it was doing there. I followed it down the road. had a big, shiny butt and long tail, about two feet long. And uh, you sure uh, should have shot it. Now, sorry. Go ahead. But what you Dan, let me ask. Now, you're not a master herbalist, are you? Mm-mm. 
No, no, I'm not. Okay, I just oh. want to check. A lot of times we get stories, and it turns out people are master herbalists. <laughs> And uh, sometimes that will, you know, skew the report just a little bit. Stephanie, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, my favorite moment that you guys have from about 20 years ago is uh, probably one of Speedy's most awkward, uncomfortable moments with Vicky Quest. We don't hear enough about Vicky. And when he went to the woman that was going blind, Mm-hmm. And she was playing drums and mm-hmm. to find her to bring her back to the studio. He right. had to go to one apartment to get her shoes and the other apartment to get her bra. And mm-hmm. yeah. the whole entire, that whole day, you could just feel how un- she was scattered all over that housing project. It, Can I was. tell you, as a listener, that was my favorite one. Yeah. I like that one better than William Wong. I actually tried. Maybe because I, I just heard it. So I right. did. I played it as a best of. But you that did. is a journey because it takes about three hours. And to the play. recording, yeah. you can it hear right something. The recording is, recording and it is. It, it, it plays out, but the, something happened so to the you recording. You can hear it's the like original. something else is playing on top of it it's right. like just for a small part yeah, yeah. it's it's very yeah. it was tough to stop and start because the hard breaks and all that and i've i maneuvered through it and and even got some emails that people didn't because it was th- it's supposed to be a best of show and i was trying to do a three-hour deal of this vicky quest yeah, it's just it a replay so, it's so long exactly it is that's why we never got yeah. never got on a cd how do you put it on a cd I, you don't i mean there is a uh, it may be its own cd there's a one hour, there wasn't a medium would hold it at the time no there's a one hour version of the highest uh points but it's still like helms saying it's still tough because we were on a different clock then too so the segment times sometimes doesn't, don't doesn't match fit, up yeah. it's just tough it's hard. I, I will go back on vicky quest because people ask for an update and bubba tell me this is usually where you do much better than i do so help me if i have this right it seems like there was at least a suggestion that her claim that she was going to go blind uh, and before she saw us seemed to be maybe unsubstantiated. They had and callers that, with it. Yeah, callers saying that, that she kind of never really – that never really happened. Y- yes, yeah, that, that, that was but, implied to us right. uh, after the fact. That they were they found various pictures of her with various artists and stuff. Well, I think Speedy covered it. Yeah. They were all over a wall. Yeah. Oh, there. it was one, one yeah. in the wall, uh, hall to the other. There was yeah. signed autographs. It was, it was it like a recording studio. I'm with yeah. you, Greg. I think it may have been in its own way, in its own way, hear me out, more bizarre than Willie and Wanda. And, and, yeah. I mean, it, Willie and Wanda is the most traumatizing but Vicky Quest had a bizarre. Sometimes you and, just can't say one and two. You're right. You just have well, the right. group of the, the elements that that you know naturally occurred during it. Like I can't find my bra and my shoes, and oh by the way, there's a drum set. Let me play a solo. Yeah, yeah. you can't write well, that. And when her, when her cousin stuck her tongue out with that. Oh yeah, what what Ryan and I were discussing this the tongue. other day. It was crazy for us, but the biggest thing we couldn't figure out is where we communicating that and did y'all understand it you know because it, when it was happening to us we were like i can't believe this is happening but uh, but is it translating to the radio and to the show oh it did greg, and, greg and apparently said it, it did greg said it had him mesmerized had me. rick and bubba rick and bubba you're listening to the radio revolution rick and bubba Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, 25 years strong. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Team Rick and Bubba on the field. Rick and Bubba University student. Ash Brown hero takes your phone calls. Earning his degree in common sense. Common sense now, a superpower. Don't forget, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. uh, A unique podcast weekly. 
uh, is made available over the weekend. Tomorrow when you get up to start your day, look for it. Uh, you can uh, get it wherever you get podcasts. And we will do a profile on the real Greg Burgess. Uh, you know, a couple times we tried to, we tried, we almost brought him to tears. Uh, so, uh, so we'll, you'll, we'll, we'll jump into that. The, the, the man that you do not know. Uh, so that to coming up, welcome back. There's old Bill Bubba Bussy right there. Oh, Rick. I've been moved to tears a lot here on the show. Yes, we have enjoyed uh, flashbacks now for some <laughs> tears reason, of joy most of the time. For some reason, it's happening to you. It sounds like over there, and to Greg and me. I don't know about the rest of you. Hey, friends of ours, we're just doing. We're just reminiscing on Rick and Bubba stuff. I'm now right. getting. I'm now getting oh, people yeah. texting me. Hey, you remember this? Well, that had to do Rick and Bubba. I mean, <laughs> I, you, you, I tried to move past. Well, that. I'm, not, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to spawn just memories in general. <laughs> some of these memories are beat down for a reason, right? Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> So uh, anyway, um, that's not, and and everybody, what well, y'all retiring? What's going on? No, no, no. no. Well, no. Look, we're going to hope not. Look, here's the thing. No, we please. got mortgages to pay, buddy. I got please a mortgage. No. I got a mortgage and a water leak right now. Here, right. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, no, not yeah. a water leak. Pam's yeah. my heart just hurt when you not said water, water leak. Well, you know what I did? No. Drip, drip. No. I called Steagall. Well, that's, that's one call. That's one call. What you got to do? Mm. I tell you, they did a great job when I had my lightning strike this summer. It just bounced around, still finding stuff. One call. You know, one call does it all. I know. So uh, they, they, they'll they find it. They'll get it signed. Now, now when they find it, look, see, that's the whole different They're game. just going to do their job. <laughs> now, once they I find know. it, then they have I to know. tell you what we need to do. And that's where it gets, that, that's where the fun can begin. Sure. Hey. Yeah. We've had a little issue up at mom and dad's. Is all that good, Greg? Is that looking good? They're lot, working on it. Yeah. A lot to do up there, too. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Like <laughs> water's just, wild water. Ah, uh, boy. How about water? water. How about, no. we like water. They got a leak or what? Yeah. They got had a little a, overflow there. A little overflow oh, there. Action. Hmm. Y'all got so, sensors for all that? So you know here exactly. we go. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. No, nah, believe it or not, Mom and Dad don't. <laughs> yeah, since, uh, I can't since, believe that. Since their houses, I can't believe you don't have that. Since really. their houses are 30 plus years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway. I think, well, uh, you can add them on. Right. Well, you know, <clears throat> you know we had. I, don't see Nat and Pop making gosh, that move. They were there. I've had, it wasn't, nobody knew yeah. it was leaking. They just couldn't stop it. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. had, I know two that had a water leak that just, I mean, cost them. They had to just tear out half their house. Thanks, Bo. Sorry about I had to redo two bathrooms because of a water yeah. leak. I, I think that's probably going what's what's going to have to happen Boy, here. Water leaks. Just I yeah. mean, just let's just get a couple thumbs down. Yeah. Boo to water leaks. Oh, you may remember one of those. Enjoy sensors, your weekend. One of those sensors <laughs> saved me, Rick. Remember, I had a an ice maker that was leaking. I had cut off. Oh. Ice machine. And and Betty had cut it back on because she had a Christmas yeah, I party. That. I remember that. And I got an alert. Hey, what's going on? She said, good. "I just cut it on for a minute." I said, "Cut it off. No. It's leaking in the room. Well, you're messing the party. Is that, that how you, is that how you said it? Yeah. Well, we had to. You can't. You can't do that. No. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Sensor <laughs> saved us. Hey, that's why you gotta have sensors. I mean, I mean if we hadn't had that, we'd had oatmeal ceiling downstairs. No, no. Oh, not oatmeal. Ceiling. Been there many times. That that is a bad feeling when you see that old silly putty hanging down. Can I tell you what I've learned though? The old drop ceiling. It does give you, you know, a hassle, but at least replacing a drop ceiling is much easier than if you don't have one. You still got the leak. Well, and access, you can mm-hmm. get the stuff. Yeah, you can get to it yeah. because we don't in part of ours, and it, you know, it looks great. But mm-hmm. when you have a problem, hey, it hey. looks great till you see that water stain. Yeah, yeah. Or you see it hanging down like oatmeal. Mm-hmm. A water stain. A water stain. I don't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't get to it. No. Unless there's a drill or a saw involved. Well, there's a guy today going to get to it. So, yeah. that's the He's going to give you an access panel so you can get yeah, to it. Sure just, just put an air vent over yeah. it when you're done. Yeah. And then you're, if I can't get to it, nobody can get, get to it. <laughs> Don't write checks. Moss this, moss that, moss this, moss that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so update us on it, water trouble. Just it'll just. I, it, have you ever had the thing happen? Like sometimes we've had straight line winds and that can affect things. 
and you look up and you hadn't noticed it and you see a little bit of a water stain and you're like, hmm. Yeah, I wonder what that is. And then all of a sudden you just keep watching it to see if it gets bigger because you don't want to believe. Yeah. You want to think it just had something to do with the storm, but it's not something that's ongoing. Yeah. And uh, and you just keep watching it and, and you, you, you start thinking, is that bigger than it was yesterday? I can't yeah. really tell. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> speaking of speaking of quags, uh, I, I I pull up last night with Reese. It's late. It's getting dark, and you never want to hear this when when you throw it in park and you get get out of your truck. You don't you you never want to hear your family go, "Oh, you're going to be so mad." No, 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 no. right out that, of the gate. That, that's, that's one the first of the things thing they say. And I'm like, "What?" And Reese is ahead of me, and then you hear the dogs. The dogs, and I'm like, inside or outside, what, what, you know. The dogs have dug, and then I hear Doug, mm. dug up, dug up, dug up the cable that they that they just ran underneath. You know, they come and they, they do the little, um, oh, yeah. they, they bury the cable from, you know, they, where, where it connects to the house, back out to the road, and they came around the house. But what cable was it? It was, uh, it was the cable for TV. Oh. And so they apparently... One of them got it and started playing with it oh, like it was a toy. This is Leo. It, and, Jack wouldn't do this. Right. Well, this according to Terry, that's the first thing she said. It wasn't just Leo. It was both of them. Oh, wow. Busted them. Because they can't hide it. When you go, hey, what'd you do? They, if Leo, if Jack doesn't do it, he just sits there and looks mm. at you. But they both just ran because mm. they knew it. Mm. And uh, mm. and so last night, it was after dark, and I'm re-digging it and oh, trying to get it all gosh. back and in I there. bet you did a good you job. You can't have nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, hey. Perfect. Yeah. Like trench, I'm sure it looks good now. Nothing this like trenching after dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously, that was the time I said, I, I pulled a line from your dad when he said, if I get my hands on you, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. I told Terry, I said, you need to get these dogs away from me or I'm going to kill you. At least I, you could touch resolve them, your issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got to look at the bright side. But Speedy, the good news is they're going to go back and dig it up again today. It's not resolved. Right. Yeah. No. But if they've dug it up once, until you do something to keep from digging it up again. Right. Why, why do you think they dug it up? I don't know. I they mean, love it. They, well, they can't eat it. I mean, it doesn't love taste good. It. It. it doesn't smell well, good, right? Well, this something reminds me. It's what I call, we refer well, to throw it. throw them some wire out there, Speedy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, there you go. Give them some good RG58 coax. It goes back to your point. This reminds me of what we call in our family history, the retriever years. Oh, yeah. So when we oh, had golden yeah. retrievers. Beautiful animals, loving dogs, but they love to dig and chew. And these retrievers, not puppies, adults, shut our whole air conditioning system down twice, just going back behind there and just chewing them, just chewing on air conditioning units, chewing wire, and, and, and it just – I mean, you can't even – I mean, it, hey, you're yeah. going to be mad. Yeah. I what? Yeah. You know, that's uh, maybe you should put up some fake wires, bury a whole bunch of them back there, and then they won't know which ones are digging up. Okay. And the good one like will make it. it. I like the way you think. You remember that led to when I ended up losing my dogs, and <laughs> Sherry kept asking me how hard I'd look for them. I said, "Oh man, I've been out there today." <laughs> Just right, broad statements like that. <laughs> yeah. Any right. signs of them? No signs of them. It's but not I, looking good. Hey, I, I may. I made an effort. You make a sign like yes, that because that's accurate. That's yeah. not a lie. Um, <laughs> I heard a report. It, it, it wasn't much of an effort. No. You know what I mean? It yeah. was a, well, look, hey, then you had, then I did that closing. Hey, looks like they're gone. And one of the kids <laughs> like, Daddy, I saw I saw a, neighbor, a house down here, and the dogs down there looked like ours. Nah, no, nah, probably not. Those people had their own retrievers. I remember yeah. them. <laughs> you think we should call them? No, don't call them because that may mess the other people's dogs up. Yeah. And then you I know? get I also get this from Terry. Air uh, condition worked great after that. Adler, please take this. This is just – she catches this they, just walking through a, a subdivision. Yeah, there's two, two deer. deer. Two deer. Mm-hmm. Just walking through. Yeah. Look at them. 
little you, baby deer. Out there on the sidewalk. There I am. I'm coming through. Look at me. Yeah, those uh, those looking are, for some pansies. Yeah, yep, yep, there it is. See if anybody's got flowers. Where they come from? Mm-hmm. Ain't nowhere. I mean, oh, they come from. Anywhere. Look at them. They come from anywhere. Speedy, you ought to go out there and hand feed them. They probably come right to you. <laughs> Can you talk about your what you're trying to solve at home, at home right now, or does that need to be wait? Oh, Do we wait. need to wait on that? Yeah, we'll wait on that. Okay. <laughs> you know, oh, I told you when I did. I had a. That's it. Right, that's why yeah, it's, right, it yeah. makes for a good story, but I, yeah. I I didn't know if you were ready for that. Well, it, it's you know there's water, there's just always water, <laughs> and uh, this one, and and Sherry knew that I was getting to this place. The uh, w- apparently the swimming pool is leaking so in some way, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and and this has happened a few times now, once or twice in the past. Yeah, and there was a point because you, yeah. especially at this stage of life. I said, I'm now going to take estimates on how much it costs to fill it in and completely remove it, and it'd be nothing but a grass area out there. I'm ready for every bit of it to be gone. I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want us to even know we ever had it. You know what I mean? I said, you know, I know people who have done that, Rick, and then, and then a few years later they'll end up digging it back out again. Uh, yeah, oh, no. I, I don't think that it, – it's uh, – you know, you know, I'd, I, I, I'd like to see people sit at least by it a couple times. You know right. I mean? you know, let, let me see somebody do a can opener or something in this thing. Okay. Ninety nine percent of the time it just looks pleasant. Right. It's daddy's bull now. Yes. <laughs> you gotta everything kinda ends up when everybody's grown up and yeah. playing's over and you just kinda like So so that's when Sherry knows that I'm getting to that point. I'm like I'm I'm just about done with this the maintenance of this whole thing here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm for simplifying my life going forward, not complicating it. <laughs> yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. So a um, couple of things also since we're talking uh, running uh, down our, our list of life's hassles, um, which you know you know how much I love that. But, you know, I'm a turnkey guy. I don't have any problem with even finding some extra dough if I think I'm uh, going to solve a problem forever or mostly forever. And if you remember, the other thing that we're facing, you know, Helmsy's got a leak he's got to look at. We've had some things going on uh, different places. Speedy's dogs are digging up his cable. Um, we, we, prob- we think we have another leak in, in the pool somewhere. That, that's that's going to be looked at. And remember, you remember uh, a few years ago, I, I went into the because we we have an, uh, a deck on the back of the house that is in a brutal spot. The way our house is built, I mean, it takes the brunt of the hottest of hot, the coldest of cold, the rainiest of rain. It's just the way the house is set up and where this deck is. It, it the wood just takes a brutal beating. Well, wood, you know, because of cold, hot, hot, cold. You know, Alabama mm-hmm. weather ranges. It'll, it you know it expands and shrinks. That and, old western and, side and, of the house takes a beat. Yes, anyway. it does, and it bows up, and you know, and you know the the deck doesn't have any tree coverage. Everything else does because our house slopes down in the back, so you have terraces going down. Where the deck is at the highest point, so it's above the the, mm-hmm. the trees and stuff that've been planted in the yard, and too far away from the trees that are taller, so it just gets baked. So. I was I was introduced to did I say it right, Bubba? Composite decking is that what's called? I, I think, composite. I, I think it is a, a form of that, Rick. Now there's all kind of I different know. things. Let's and, just and use some that people term. are going to call and go, "Oh, that's not let's the right." Just, yeah. Let's just use. There's that. a version of a fiber board, a cement board. A, yeah. you know, there's PVC. One of those is supposed to be permanent. Don't ask right. me all right. that stuff because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just know 
that I was told Turnkey that if, if you can if you can sleep tonight and suffer through the check we're going to ask you to write right and they must what I tell you, people say there there's different ones made of different stuff they must be made of solid gold <laughs> how expensive they are yep. okay but you think you know you, you know how you take expenses you go but but is this not a better investment over the long haul right if you ever sell the house supposedly you could have told somebody <laughs> this deck will last forever. Oh. Uh, it, are you really saving money when you keep having to replace boards on a wooden deck and keep yeah. having to redo it? Did you feel like you saved any money the time you went out to grill and fell through the deck, yeah. which right, did happen? Right. Oh. That did happen. One leg. And so I said, I'm buying the bullet, and we're doing it. So then I went to this place where I sometimes I would even walk out on my composite deck and think, you know what, that was worth it. Mm-hmm. This is really nice. It's uh, it's it doesn't you know doesn't hold the heat. You your feet don't burn as bad and. And uh, and you know what I like about it? No matter what the weather's doing, it, it's fine. You know, it was a one-time deal, and now got it over with. Well, of course, I, I'm I'm now I'm becoming a case for all these last forever decks because mine is doing what it's not supposed to do. Of course, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Okay. So th- this is what's you know how sometimes you get that crazy laugh. The thing just starts getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they they come out and fix it once, and then it's done it again. I step on it, my foot goes through it. It doesn't break because it won't break, but it's now it's off the mm-hmm. stud. Yeah, yeah. And, and a little corner of it broke because I'm large. <laughs> and um, so, um, of course, of course. So they come out. I become like a I'm, I'm like a case that's going on. Okay, of of people who companies and. Wasn't supposed to do this, and I built it, and you said it would do this, and it wouldn't. It's not supposed to do that. That's the phrase I keep here. Not supposed to do that. Well, I don't know what it's supposed to do. I'm just telling you what it's doing. Okay. <laughs> so then, this is so funny. I get the text. Hey, do we have any extra boards here after we were done? No, no, no extra boards. They, they were so expensive. I, I didn't. I wouldn't want to pay for any I didn't use. Yeah, <laughs> just to okay. have. Yeah, since they're made of gold bullion. <laughs> Well, believe it or not, you're the color that y'all liked. It's no, we no longer make that. Uh, yeah, oh, that's come a shocker, on, man. And I just started laughing. I'm just, saying, I'm, I'm just like, of course, of course, of sure. course, the color board that we need doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so anyway, there's going to be an attempt this week to come out and see if they can't fix it with the boards that are already there. But I, I got to oh. be the only person on earth that can go out and and completely pay to get something. You say, even though that hurt. I've resolved a problem, the problem solver, forever, and now I've become a, f- a a focus of a case about claims that are made. And I'm just using the word composite because I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. In that arena it's of decks non, that it's are a spoken. non-wood product. Right. And, of course, I'm the person that they say, you know what they'll refer back to? You'll hear this in the future. Well, you know, the Burgess case. <laughs> the yeah. Study. Yeah. It, it, they really yeah. can't make these claims yeah. anymore because there was some some guy named Burgess. <laughs> Uh, who had one, and you know his didn't do what they said it. It did what they said it wouldn't do, and it changed the landscape of these things forever. <laughs> Somebody in the future will pay less for these because of my case. Ah, uh-uh. well, you can't say it lasts forever. Man, we're having to Burgess. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was oh, the, I, how about this? I've devalued composite decks. Only what, I could do that. You can't even have a deck. Really. What was, I mean, hey, you can't even have a composite. What was their term? <laughs> how long did they say it would last? Forever. <laughs> well, see, here's the problem. It, it is not. It is a non wood product, so it shouldn't rot. But who has tested it forever? That is yeah. correct. 
You know, I, I have some chairs uh, that sit out on the western side, and they're made. You know, everybody. You know, those Arondack looking chairs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, don't, I think that's the term. Yeah. No, that's good, bro. And it's made out of recycled plastic, and all, and they're supposed to last forever. Well, I got one too. That's just it's just completely Uh-oh. falling apart. You know, from exposure to the exposure. sun, and you're like, well, the sun can defeat this. This is not right. This okay. is not forever. As a matter of fact, it's about a five year. Well, <laughs> which is something. better than wood, which is about a two year. Let me tell you what yeah. I, th- I think. That's where I am. I think I'm at about the five year mark. Yeah. And uh, but and this the thing is like you're saying. I don't mind being told this is better than what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what I, I mean? think the claims have been overdone. The claims are overdone it's because be- it wasn't it's, it's wood, better than what they you said. It'll last forever. Yeah. yeah. And but, we can repair it, but it may still need to be repaired. But it's better than what you had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they tell you. Just like this cherry stone man. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you don't care about its exposure because you're told what? Well, exposure doesn't matter. Doesn't right. Hurt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It won't. It won't change colors. It won't do anything. That's why it's so expensive, man. You've solved the problem forever. But apparently not. <laughs> Unless you, only make, I, it out, only unless you I, make it out of gold, it will something will happen to it. Yeah. Only I can take a product and prove it to be incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to try to take a piece from your the, the deck that's not really seen and try to match it as best they can and move that piece? To I think the- they're going to go back. I don't know how because the reason why it has fallen off the stud, and I know I'm using I'm not handy, so I may be using the wrong words, is because apparently it did it was manipulated by exposure yeah shrinking it wasn't supposed to be it's not as long as it was oh so it's slipped off so what you would think that there would be a competitor of theirs somewhere across this great land that has your color laying around in a warehouse somewhere yeah you would think that my my favorite was do you have any extras as if i just buy why would you have (laughs) rick yeah if it lasts forever why would i have an extra well plus i I bet i I can't afford anymore i (laughs) I mean it's like keep in mind they have to constantly come out with new new models new colors if you will i bet they have something that's very close it's just called something uh, that's what we'll, ha- but, well hopefully they're gonna try to yeah. repair it first this and- is brown bear brown yeah yeah maybe it's not called <laughs> smoke anymore it's, maybe maybe it's, it's not called smoky brown it's brown bear <laughs> silver brown. Cloud. maybe it's called silver fox now or yeah something. <laughs> but we'll see but only i can do that of course yeah, of course and bubba rick and bubba Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. All right, so uh, let's go and point you to what could be. This could be an answer for a lot of people out there right now. Candidco.com/slash Bubba. Candidco.com/slash Bubba. October. It's hard to believe it's almost over. We are about five weeks or so to Thanksgiving because it's a little later this year. Uh, and about nine weeks till we get to Christmas. Now, you may think it's early, but trust us, you don't want to go through another holiday season taking closed mouth photos while everyone else is grinning ear to ear, and here you are still self-conscious about your teeth, and, and uh, you, you're thinking to yourself, I, you know, the expenses, and, and you know, going to an orthodontist, to maybe you're, hey, I'm an adult, I really don't want to f- know if I want to do you know, the normal traditional braces. Well, how about aligners that help straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces Treatment takes just six months on average. Uh, you are going to be dealing with an experienced orthodontist, but you never have to go to the office because you can deal with them from home. Uh, and uh, they take your individual case. They create custom treatment plans for you. They show you a 3D preview of how your teeth going to look after you are done. And here's what you're going to love about these aligners. They're comfortable, they're removable, and they are completely invisible. They'll ship right to you so you don't have the hassle 
of having to go to the office, as I mentioned, and here's what you're waiting on. They cost about 65% less than traditional braces. So if you want to be photo ready by the upcoming season, uh, you're one step away uh, to getting straighter, brighter teeth by going to candidco.com slash Bubba. That's candidco.com slash Bubba. That gets you $75 off. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Bubba, what do we always say? Uh, be careful. Watch Europe. If things that are happening and changing in our world will come from Europe into California or New York. Oh, yeah. And then they'll work their way into the United States of America. They try. Yeah. Now, we did see that there was some attempt at a meeting that we did have in our country of the Communist Party uh, and the the far-left Communist Party could not even have their conference because of dealing. Sorry, we're having weather service. <laughs> okay. All right. It looks like we're having a flooding. Um, it, Sorry, that, that, that they couldn't even have their conference because everybody wanted to take a moment to talk about what was bothering them before they could ever even get to the oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now we're talking about the legendary Oxford University, prestigious, all these different colleges that are under the heading of uh, it's a group of colleges there. And uh, so at the University of Manchester, uh, they've already done this, but now we're going to have Oxford University do the same thing. Instead of clapping to celebrate something, students are now being encouraged to pull them apart and throw them in the air and do what a lot of us call jazz hands <laughs> to celebrate. Why are we removing clapping? Because clapping is now considered an anxiety trigger. Rick, Rick I thought it was because it hurt the men's hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it says this will are, now calm those. So we're supposed to do this. No, you're supposed to. Yep. You're, you're jazz hands. I got a hand signal I'll give them. Uh-huh. Greg. Okay. How about that? I'll tell you this. That. I'll, I'll tell you what that means. I'll tell you if clapping bothers you, they'll think what that would do. Yeah, yeah. check this out. You really <laughs> supposed to be bothered. Now this oh, is, a double. Yeah, this oh. is this is at Oxford University. <laughs> My centennial. Yeah, this is uh, y'all. This, this is the place that gave us C.S. Lewis. Okay, I mean this, we we're now and we're, y'all. They, you can't clap now because that is that hurts people's feelings. It's a trigger. It's a this. It's a that. You know, if if clapping triggers problems for you. There's a lot of other things out in the world that's going to trigger you, and maybe you just need to try to toughen up to it a little bit. Well, go. I understand that certainly all of us, you know, there's different challenges, different ways. But to your point, I don't know if loud noises make you anxious. It's going to be difficult for us to produce for this person, not trying to be insensitive, I'm really trying to be helpful, a world that has no loud noises. I know. Well, and, you know, and thunder, world, it, thunder probably won't play in with it's that. Not, yeah, it's uh, machinery won't do that. Airplanes, we've talked to them about being quieter, and they're not participating. Right. Uh, drop just, stuff. It's yeah, loud. Yeah, glass breaks. You know, it's just I understand if there's some kind of uh, physical problem there, but you're not going to be able to do away with it by not clapping. Clapping is probably the least of your worries. Well, this is one of the things. Doors slamming. Percentage-wise. Loud <laughs> radio shows all up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> Who's affliction? DJs. <laughs> uh, how many people actually have this affliction? Well, but again, Greg, now here we go again. <laughs> We're going to change everything because we got four people that get nervous when we clap. You know this before I even say it because this is your area of expertise. What we have here is we have people, especially sometimes in the autism spectrum, where they do struggle with loud noises and they have, an, they have a reaction to it. Yeah. Got that. But what's happened is we have those people that I have noticed, seen this happen 
uh, even at our church and other places where there's going to be loud music, there's going to be this, they actually produce for their loved ones some headphones. And so because the world is loud. Because that helps the loved one be able to handle the situation yeah. that they want to be able to have the well, let them be part well, of. Well, that's called you making an adjustment to the situation. Bingo. Exactly. And so what but then, and I know you can't believe this, but it's one hundred percent true. Then you have people who truly don't have anything that that's can who I'm that can mentally or medically or, or or psychologically be defined. They honestly think that this is now mod and hip to pretend that I'm anxious and I can't handle it. There was a time when you felt bad for people who struggled with anxiety. You felt bad uh, for people who, who were anxious. You didn't desire to be in that situation so you could get attention. You, have you, know? you, wanted, also, to, you wanted to be an overcomer. You wanted to yeah. take whatever issues you had and be victorious over them and, and be able to deal with it and get around them, not have everybody cave around you. Yeah, well, you, jazz hands over clapping, guys, that, that's just being ridiculous. And what you do is what we just said. If you truly have a loved one or you yourself truly struggle with this, you then you make adjustments like headphones and things in your life or your loved one's life uh, to combat what may happen in normal life. Right. Uh, or or here, here's another odd one. For those that are able to do this, why don't we work on it and let's see if we can't persevere through it because life requires a level of perseverance and maybe we want to teach you perseverance because it will serve you really good for whatever else is ahead of you, you're going to have to push through. Uh, but this thing where every time somebody comes up and says, well, that makes me anxious or that makes me uncomfortable, the entire world around them is told to adjust, that that's just not reality. It's like this bunch mm-hmm. that was trying to have that meeting that we yeah. – it was oh, yeah. like a sketch from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. Because it also, Rick, I'm, I'm being sensitive, sensitive to everything too, so I'm sharp because oh, yeah. I'm worried yeah. about it. Yeah. So I'm going to make all these rules to cover every affliction oh, yeah, that's a, out there. That's I'm, what it looks like. A bunch of these I'm are just trying to, to find something that we can say we made a landmark yeah. change And there's in. people who struggle. That's that's a completely different thing. Yeah, not like that meeting for, we showed was – Oh I, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. yeah. What about people have arthritis, can't raise their hands, and or blood circulation, and can't do that, them. can't do jazz hands? You know what happens? What are they supposed to do? Then right. there'll be a group of people that says, I'm anxious about the pressure to do jazz hands, and it's e- not easy for me to do because let, of my ailment. Let me tell you what would bother or, or, or me. my mental block. What would bother me more at Oxford would be getting a bad grade than anything. So why don't we do away with grades? I think that's the first step. Well, and, and Julia, yeah, why? Because that's going to be a lot more offensive to me than somebody it, clapping. It made me a lot I more. I might clap or give you jazz hands if you'll do away with grades. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just, grades just, just give me, me a degree. <laughs> why are we even worried about it? Just give me the paper and I go, come on. on. Right. Save money person. and time. I mean, mm-hmm. give, just give me an honorary. Oh, wait a minute. That is going to happen. Give me the doctrine. Well, well, I mean, just give me one. Julia's bringing up something they're not even thinking, okay? <laughs> Julia, go ahead. They're not even considering how this is going to affect another group of people. Yeah, what so, about Ju- them? Julia, go ahead. And these people, you can definitely tell, they can quantify that they have the problem. Obviously, the jazz hands people don't care about the blind. Yeah, what if I'm blind and I I've just, I've just, I've, I've wow. just delivered a speech and I don't know whether everybody likes it or not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I mean, everybody's out there doing jazz hands, and I'm like, well, I guess I bombed. What about? And, and, and then somebody whispers, you? "No, they're loving oh, yeah. it. They're waving their hands. They're mm-hmm. waving their hands." Poetry. You remember Speedy had to snap fingers at a poetry reading. What's that kind of expected? Let's just say, because he, hey, friend of the show, hadn't seen him in a while, Gordon Moat. He's a performer, right? 
Very successful. Yeah, you go right. right. He finishes his 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 act or his his performance. Yeah, and, and then he can't tell if did anybody like it or not. That's it a great sounds point. like crickets out there. He just did a he just did a song from from the piano or the keyboard. Right. Which he he plays yes. well for many many. Worked his whole life to be this. Right. You know, put on this performance. Sure. And he just finished, and all of a sudden he hears nothing. Right. And and he's thinking, man, everybody hated my song. And everybody said, no, they're jazz hands in it. They love oh, it. Yeah. Can't you hear? Oh, they're, they're, well, they're I don't you a, hey, what about the standing jazz hand? They're mm-hmm. giving you a standing jazz hand. Mm-hmm. And right. how about this? Snapping the fingers isn't enough either. No. If I've just played an oh, yeah. instrument, I want a reaction. All of a sudden, everybody goes. And by the way, can you imagine how confusing it is if you go to a banquet where they're serving food? The waiters and the waitresses don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Are, are y'all, they think are, somebody are, wants tea. Yeah. Do, do y'all <laughs> yeah. love the speaker or need some more tea? I'm, I'm, I'm totally confused here. Right, now, in sign language, what does this mean? Applause. Is that, is that is that what that jazz hands does mean that or they did they make it up? No, look, is that officially at, it? Know everything is saying. Is yeah. that officially it? Okay, I was just making sure. Yeah, I, I would assume that that's what that meant, but you never know. They might have just Ash made something. Hero up. actually believes in us. He wants you to do it. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. That, that, that soccer field. <laughs> look, he just scored a goal. Well, that's about, exciting. Go to a ball game and see how that's going to sound. Yeah. I'd rather we stomp than clap. I like a good stomping. Oh, how yeah. about here? How about over here? That's we have good. some headphones for people that can't handle applause. If you didn't bring your own, or try to avoid places with applause. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, will be available tomorrow for the weekend. Uh, we have a profile. Uh, we profile the real Greg Burgess. So enjoy that over the weekend, a long-format interview process with the real Greg Burgess. Uh-oh. Well, here it is, the, uh, the air raid siren for college football fans. Which fan base, two teams and their fans, have been assigned Beth Mowens uh, this weekend as the play-by-play announcer. And uh, I sad to say it looks like the 2.30 Central Time game on ESPN2, Syracuse, Florida State. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm, so that's uh, – You okay, I, Bubba? <sighs> he, lo- mm. he loves this segment. Well, uh, as, about, as, yeah. about as much as I love the game. Hey, <laughs> you going to have Beth Mowens. I mean, them Florida State fans can't have nothing. Uh, okay. Y'all be taking on Big Orange. Okay. Syracuse. Syracuse, Beth Mowens with Rocky, the big gender. Uh, big ginger. And ginger. There's no gender here. I, I know as much football as any man. As Beth Mowens, I'm authoritative. And out of yards and convert. Time out. Somebody's here for the Orange. The orange be heading taking on the Seminoles. Willie Taggart, tough time. I'm having a tough time right now. I want to hear Taggart. the coach of you know who the coach of Syracuse is. Coach of Syracuse, and it's something like Dino Babers, or I want to hear her say that. You talking something, about Dino Babers? Something like that. <laughs> Dino. Dino. He's got the orange playing hard. A little better than Taggart. No wins. Struggling. Florida State. Chop. Seminoles. Oh boy. Hey, what what about that horse? What about old Chief Nomad? What's it called? Osceola. Osceola. We throws a spear. Here comes a spear from Osceola. And here come the Florida State Seminoles struggling. A little bit Seminoles struggling. Not doing so well. Missing Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. He's over there at A&M, Aggies. So I have the big orange and Rocky and I will be there, the big ginger. 
<laughs> Any other games you want me to break down for you? Uh, big one? Hey, a big one coming up at 2.30 over on CBS. Oh, going right to it. Big game. I know, Bubba, this is big for you. Auburn Tigers and LSU Tigers. Tigers versus Tigers. Oh, boy. You know what the Tigers' name is LSU? What? Mike! <laughs> Mike the Tiger! Sitting outside the visitor's locker room, roaring. See what As they Coach, come out. See what Coach O thinks, Beth. Uh, let's just see. Argeron's got the Tigers at LSU undefeated, <laughs> taking on the Auburn Tigers, but they're also War Eagle. <laughs> Coach O, you ready for the game? 2.30. Well, I take you, man. Down here, you get Valley. Dreams come Go Tigers. Well said. Nice interview, Rocky. Way to go, Big Ginger. Now the old Big Ginger. Hope somebody pulls a hammy. Worried about somebody pulling a hammy in that one. Oh, Bo Nix. About old Bowden. About you know, his dad Bo. played for Auburn. No one ever mentions it. No, no. <laughs> they don't ever show him either. I'd like to see that highlight where he throws it against Florida Gators. <laughs> well, everybody, ever, anybody ever thought of that one? <laughs> show that a couple times. I want to see his dad and mom up in the stands a few more times. <laughs> Bo Nix. So that'll be going on. Showing the coach show. It won't be Saturday night in Baton Rouge. You know what that stands for, don't you? In Cajun. Big stick. <laughs> Big red stick. Baton rule. Big stick. Big red stick. <laughs> you know why know they that. do go Tigers, G-A-U-X? Why? That means we're all for the Tigers in French. <laughs> all for Tigers. You. That's what that means in French. <laughs> Beth Moen's always had a little inside stuff. Well, uh, Beth, we have some 11 a.m. Central time uh, That's games. early. We call uh, them the early birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 11 like- o'clock Central, of course, you know what that means, Eastern. <laughs> that's a nooner. <laughs> So get ready for the big nooner. A couple of them out there. Maroon versus Maroon. Same uniforms, different team. Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Yeah. Same uniform, different teams. What time? Hell what State, the- Cowbells. Taking on the Aggies. Gig them. It's on the SEC Network. That's on the SEC Network. Mm-hmm. The time. big, the, huh? It's 11 a.m. Central. 11 a.m. Central, noon or Eastern. <laughs> I don't know. Noon. And, the, the, the big one, though, Wisconsin now the and air, Ohio State. The air out of that one a little bit speedy because of the Badgers dropping one. The who? Took a little air out of Badgers. <laughs> Took a little air out of it. They didn't pick up enough yards. Couldn't convert. <laughs> Couldn't convert. Badgers always drop one just when you think they got a good ball club. They drop it. Right, Rocky? <laughs> Taking on the Buckeyes. Right. So people in Georgia saying, why do we let Justin Fields go? <laughs> Wish we had him back. <laughs> like Fromm, but like having Justin Fields. Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts, they're missed right now. They are. Playing for other teams. Right. Starting. Getting it done. Do you know about Jalen Hurts, Greg? I've heard about it. <laughs> I think he left Alabama and went to Oklahoma. Do you know what he's getting the running for? What's that? Heisman. Oh, Heisman. <laughs> Heisman. Didn't know. Heisman. <laughs> he might win the Heisman. What a story that would be. Yeah. Justin yeah. Fields and the Badgers. They got to go to the old horseshoe, Bubba. Oh, no, not the horseshoe. You know who's going to the horseshoe? Who? Badgers. <laughs> <laughs> Badgers. Wisconsin. 
Um, you yeah, know, um, Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah. I don't know if you you heard in Saban's press conference this Saban. week. He, he got kind of mad about. Oh, you're did. talking about yeah. Nick Saban. About them asking about quarterbacks and people playing and all this. They got there at Arkansas. Well, we're asking about your quarterback because we wonder what happened Are to Tua Are they at Alabama? You know what? Quarterbacks uh, hurt, don't you? Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa is down. <laughs> high ankle sprain. High ankle. Not low ankle. High. High. High okay. ankle. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I know when he'll be back. Two to three weeks. Right. He had that tight, right. ro- tight rope, sir. You know what procedure you had, don't you, brother? <laughs> what is that? Tight rope. <laughs> so he can pick up some more yards. <laughs> Converting. Arkansas really bad. Yeah. Suey pig. Yeah. How about this? I change it to Pewy pig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the pigs stink this year. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Alabama can score with any quarterback. Right. Even this guy looks really nervous. <laughs> Yeah, Mac they, Jones looked a little nervous oh, after yeah. they got to him. You know who got to him, don't you? Like Rocky Bottom. Oh, oh they Tennessee did. struggling. <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt, face mask. Oh yeah, got upset. Got mad. His quarterback. Yeah, you're talking about Garland Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, they are at Alabama. Yeah, playing uh, Bryant Denny. You ever been to Bryant Denny? <laughs> yes, I have. The pageantry of yeah. Bryant Denny Stadium. Yes. You know who Bryant? It was right. <laughs> hey, you mean Bear? Bear. Yeah, I know it. Bear Bryant, yeah. legend. <laughs> Yep, saw him. Saw him live. Bear Bryant, houndstooth. You know, I witnessed taking on the hogs. Pewee. You know, Coach O's going to be right, Rocky. (laughs) Couple weeks for Coach O's going to be there. A big game coming up, Coach O. (laughs) Don't be looking ahead to Alabama. You know, I'm playing game. We got go Tigers. Beth, you know who's who's flipping the coin? Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Let's take Rocky. Can you get the camera over to Bernie Sanders, you big ginger? I'm glad to be here to flip this coin for these teams. Although I don't think we ought to keep score. (laughs) You're all winners in my book. I tell you what my problem, Greg, is is with this Bernie Sanders. No billionaires in 15 years under my plan. That means no SEC coaches. Right. (laughs) Oh, right. Right. I tell you why I don't like Bernie Sanders. You know why? <laughs> communist. We, we prefer the term social progressive. That's baby communist. Pick up yards, so I'm looking forward to the big orange of Syracuse traveling. Osceola, Florida State, 2:30. ESPN2. Rocky and I will be there. Seminole fans, looking forward to it. Syracuse, Beth Moens. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. A brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. Rick and Bubba University intern program. Taking phone calls right now is Hash Brown Hero as he earns his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense now deemed a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how you doing? Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And thank all of you for the opportunity to do so. We are honored today. The White House has set up an interview with Deputy Secretary of Energy, Dan Bruyette. And Dan joins us for the first time. On the Rick and Bubba show, uh, Deputy Secretary, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 
Hey, how you guys doing? Well, We're great. We're, We're honored around. to have you on. Yeah, I hope this isn't the last time. Great to be here. <laughs> yeah. So you've uh, you you've made your way. Uh, you know, our home city. We're based out of Birmingham, as I know you were told. So I know you're you're visiting there. But the the big question, a broader question, and so you can explain it clearly, because now, I mean, even doing this show, a deputy secretary trying to figure out truth from fiction to made up to propaganda to it gets very difficult. So. Here you are to clearly communicate. So you, you're talking about America's energy renaissance uh, and how President Trump has uh, unleashed American energy. That That's kind of a, a broad statement and how it's creating jobs and opportunity and, and thankfully security. Can you kind of expand on that, what we mean when we say that? Uh, because I think uh, we need these things communicated, communicated clearly now to get all the muck out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, the president uh, has given us clear direction uh, that he wants what he refers to as an all-of-the-above energy strategy. And what that means in a nutshell is that we're going to produce all forms of energy. So that's coal, that's nuclear, that's natural gas, uh, that's solar, that's wind. Whatever you can think of, uh, we're going to produce it. And the reason we want to do that is that, one, obviously, the more energy you have, the more products you have on the market, presumably, the more competition and the cheaper things become. And that's what we're seeing all across the country is cheap energy, which is great because it's great for the economy. But it also gives us uh, an enormous amount of national security. Energy security equates to national security in the president's mind. Uh, You guys probably remember the days 30, 40, 50 years ago when OPEC and some of the countries in the Middle East who didn't have our interests at heart uh, would hold us hostage. And uh, I grew up in Louisiana, so I remember gas lines and gas shortages and things like that. president says never again. We're not doing that again. So we're going to produce our own energy. We're going to put Americans to work producing energy. We're going to keep prices low, and uh, we're going to keep ourselves secure. Deputy Secretary, t- talk a little bit about the technical aspect of that. Have we just uh, are we just allowing more drilling for a lot of this energy, or has fracking helped this? How are we how are we doing this? I, I know that we're we're chasing Saudi Arabia and about to pass them in oil production. H- how is that happening? Well, here's the deal. So, yes, technology is part of this. So, you know, at the Department of Energy, we have a huge science program. Uh, we run 17 national laboratories, and out of that, out of those laboratories uh, comes technology that led to things like fracking. Private industry took it from there and developed it much further than we did as a government agency, but nonetheless, the technology started there. So it's allowing those types of technologies to come to market easily. You know, previous administrations tended to look at technologies that were related to fossil energies, and they would push them aside. The president said, we're not doing that. Bring them to the market. Let the market take them to the next level and move on. The other thing we're doing is reducing the regulatory burden on these companies all across the, all across the country. So let me give you one quick example of, of what the president's doing. You guys just talked about common sense. It is a superpower. Yes. Uh, happen to agree. <laughs> I'm going to give you a quick common sense example here. Uh, the process to get a permit for a small export LNG facility in America used to be this. You'd have to come to the Department of Energy. You had to ask for what was known as a public interest determination. And then if you got that, you were allowed to go to the actual agency, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, that granted you the permit. And then you had to come back to DOE and get a final signature before you could break ground and do anything at all. So Secretary Perry and I looked at each other and he said, well, you know, can you give me an example of when creating jobs and economic growth is not in the public interest? Right. And I said, well, no, sir, I can't. He said, well, let's just eliminate all these requirements because it's always in the public interest to put people to work and let them earn a good living. 
And it's always in the public interest to have more energy being produced here in the United States. So we just eliminated that regulatory requirement and let people go right to the FERC to get their permits so that they can get their project started. Deputy Secretary, things like that. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Nobody is for pollution, polluted air, polluted water. But some people like to to frame this that if we're moving forward and we're self-sufficient, self-sustaining in energy, that we somehow have to sacrifice the environment for that. that I don't believe that's necessarily the case. It is not the case, and it's uh, factually not the case. So, again, let me give you some quick stats. Not that we uh, want to get too deep into stats unless you want to talk LSU and Auburn this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, quick, quick stat. You know, the economy has grown by 17% since 2005. Since 2005, I'll just give you a quick time frame. From 2005 to 2017, during that same period, the economy grew by 17%. Mm-hmm. We reduced carbon emissions by 14%. So all of the folks who want to talk about things like the Paris Accords, the United States is by far, by far, the country that has reduced its emissions. No one is even close. Not a single signatory to that Paris Accord came close to the United States in terms of carbon reductions, carbon emission reductions. So we're not just talking the game. We're actually doing it. We're growing the economy. We're growing our energy economy. And we're cleaning up the environment at the same time. You can do all of that together. Well, you also are showing common sense again because you you certainly are are trying to see uh, develop some of the other alternatives that have been presented. But the problem we had in the past is that we tried to create jobs and a market that was artificial. It was it was government mandated, sure. and, and we ended up with you know uh, these these wind turbines laying all over themselves in behind gates of, of green companies that closed down because there wasn't a market for that and they had not proven themselves to be able to produce the kind of energy that we would need. So under this plan, we're trying all of it and the ones that can do what needs to be done and they can actually be more efficient and do the job, we stay with those. The ones that never pan out, we don't. But we don't, you know, we have a, a, a saying in Louisiana and Alabama, we don't shoot ready aim. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you got <laughs> you to keep your foot in what's working while you experiment with some other alternatives. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's how you end up with, uh, you know, the cylinders of the world, if you yeah, guys remember right. that. From oh, back yeah, what a day. debacle that we yeah. all paid for for that. Uh, exactly. Deputy Secretary, let me ask you this. I know you're in Birmingham for a big event today, but does it have anything to do with you might be on your way home this weekend for the said ball game? <laughs> well, uh, perhaps. I'm not really sure. I'm not going to say it on the radio. Anyway. <laughs> well, look, it, it's, it's not like the game's at night. It's an afternoon game. It doesn't have near the mystique. Uh, but uh, but the uh, what about – I know you are talking about uh, the smart – uh, uh, neighborhood. Tell we us are. what what that is about, and you're looking at one of those while you're here. We are, and we're looking at this. Uh, we're looking at two things. One, we're looking at the energy efficiency of homes. You know, so as we build these new houses all over the country, not just here in Alabama, and you know, places like where I grew up in Louisiana, you know, where it can be pretty doggone hot in the summertime. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, <laughs> we ran that AC about uh, ten months out of the year down there. Um, but you know, we, we want these homes to be built as efficiently as they can, but as affordably as they, as they can be too. So we're looking at these technologies again to see which ones have economic potential as well as energy potential. So that's what I'm here to see. I'm looking at these homes. I'm also looking at uh, what's known as a microgrid. 
Uh, what's exciting about a microgrid is that, uh, you know, we can apply some very small types of generation to it. We don't need these huge, giant, you know, uh, electric generation facilities that we used to have back in the 30s and 40s and 50s. Uh, we can have small nuclear, for instance. We can have an advanced reactor that is uh, very, very safe. Uh, one of the things the Secretary has done well at DOE uh, has been one of his highest priorities is to create new nuclear fuels for small reactors, one megawatt to five megawatt reactors, mm. that are what we refer to as walk-away safe. So they can't melt down. There's no Chernobyl here. There's none of that mm. kind of thing. Um, you know, if, if something happens and the machine shuts down or cooling goes away, Nothing happens. You just walk away. It's completely safe. And, uh, you know, that's an exciting world for us to live in because, again, it makes us energy independent. It makes us secure. We don't have to depend upon others to provide us with either, you know, fuel for a nuclear plant, as is the case today. In some cases, you know, the Russians supply us nuclear fuels. Uh, if we can replace that fuel with American-made fuel, then we've taken care of not only our energy needs here in the country, but our security as well. No doubt about it. Well, we're glad you're here and glad uh, that you and the secretary and, you know, I know he's going to be stepping down. And uh, if you move from deputy, deputy secretary to secretary, uh, we'll be willing to work with you with that as well. However, however, that all pans out. But thank you for what you guys are doing and clarifying what's going on with the Trump administration and your energy department. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, Appreciate thank it. you, guys. All right, Great man. To you. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Charles Barkley. You listen to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is 22 minutes past the hour as uh, we make our way back. Barkley in the news today. Uh, we'll, we'll play this for you. Mike Pence, uh, in a speech, uh, was uh, blasting uh, the NBA for what he called cowardice hypocrisy involving China. So what we're going to hear first is some of the things that Pence said. Uh, we'll hear for Adam, uh, from what Greg calls Lurch, the NBA commissioner, uh, Adam, Adam, Silver, yeah. uh, Adam Silver, <laughs> and, then, and then we'll hear from Barkley and hear his comments. So, so uh, hey, Rick, Adam, let's hear my comment. Hey, what, hey Rick, what, what's up? Where's Bubba? What I mean, Bubba man, you, you guys, you man. <laughs> all right, so we'll, um, we'll hear all of this. So Pence to Lurch to Barkley. So here, here we go. <laughs> And some of the NBA's biggest players and owners who routinely exercise their freedom to criticize this country lose their voices when it comes to the freedom and rights of the people of China. Inciting with the Chinese Communist Party and silencing free speech, the NBA is acting like a wholly owned subsidiary of the, that authoritarian regime. And Commissioner, your response to that? My response is, as I've said, we've adhered to our core values from the first moment to the extent that there was any doubt about that. We reinforced that those are our core values. And I'll just say, once again, we're going to double down on engaging with the people of China and India and throughout Africa around the, the world, regardless of their governments. Certainly, if we get to a point where the U.S. government tells us we shouldn't be doing business in certain territories or countries, we won't. But I'm a firm believer that through sports, independent of governments, you bring people together, they, they acknowledge that, that commonality, they create empathy, just in the way we began this show today, that through personal relationships, there's no substitute. And when we, this, this league for decades has been on the ground in China, um, spreading the game, 
teaching the values of this game. And again, I think those are core American values, and we've never wavered. Well, let me say this. <laughs> First of all, Ben, Vice President Prince needs to shut the hell up, uh, number one. All American companies are doing business in China. All American companies are doing business in China. I thought the criticism of Commissioner Silver and LeBron James was unfair. Listen, Daryl Morey, who I like, he should have, he can say whatever he wants to, but there are consequences. But I don't understand why these holy endowed politicians, if they so want to worry about China, won't they stop all transactions with China? President Trump has been talking about and been arguing with tariffs for China for the last two years. But I think it's unfair for them to do all their business in China and just because this thing happened try to make the NBA and our players look bad. All American companies do business in China, period. Well, I'm not going to speak for you, Adam, or speak for it. Up, yeah. Well, that's I'm a... I'm here what the Jed had to say. Does he say anything? <laughs> well, to, to me, um, it's all, this happens now on narratives all the time. I certainly understand what Charles is saying, and we've talked about this. Bubba, you brought that same point up. But we've lost the narrative, yeah. and, and, and maybe even Pence has lost the narrative. The narrative was that we had an NBA owner, uh, general manager, general manager yeah. I'm sorry, that was standing up for the people of Hong Kong, and he was ostracized for doing so. And then LeBron James went on to talk about him being uneducated about the situation and what, what should right there is where it all pivoted to a narrative that started all this. What should have been said, it, Charles, what Charles just said should have been said from the very beginning. Certainly there's things about regimes all over the world that we probably don't agree with. We certainly have a heart for the people of Hong Kong. And it's, that's their right to try to fight for their independence. And those are political matters and, and world regime matters. But companies in America do business with China and other regimes around the world. And as the NBA, we're a business. Uh, I'm not sure what the commissioner's talking about, that we go around the world and show the people the, the core values of the NBA. I don't even know what that means. What, what values are we teaching anybody by, by, by playing basketball? You're talking about but, Adam, Adam Silver. Yeah, well, yeah, the Aatrox factory let him off the day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, t- I tell you what, it, it's, it's, kind of this, it's kind of this Olympic scary. idea that at, through sports we're going to bypass politics yeah. and we're yeah. just going to go and compete and we're going to leave all that for political right. discussions later. But it, in some of these cases, it's very hard to do, uh, like in the case of China, because we're so interwoven with their economy. Right. Well, LeBron made a political statement. Right. If he had just made a business statement and said, well, I certainly understand where the general manager is coming from, but just so we all understand, just like a lot of American businesses, we're simply doing business in, in China, and to Bubba's point, and we treat this like we would Olympic play. When it comes to sports, it's non-political. And we play sports and uh, wherever people want to see it. But here is, and, but, here but, is the but, problem. But he made a political statement back to, about the general manager that turned this into whether or not we agree with the political uh, environment in China. Where, do we believe that are we as Americans, do we always embrace people that are trying to declare their independence against overreaching governments and, and, and hope that those people can be free? See, these are two different things. And frankly, it was LeBron that put them together. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to pull back and act like that part was never said. Yeah. Just say, hey, man, uh, American businesses do business in China. And that's true, but you should have just said that to begin with. What Charles said is right, but he's missing that something changed in the narrative 
And that's what Pence is addressing. Yeah. And, and the problem is that China is the one that shut everything down because they didn't like what the guy said. Right. And see, they started, they actually started this ball rolling, not him expressing right. mm-hmm. his opinion. Right. That's what we do as Americans. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think it's okay to say, look, if a country, a country wants to shut down business with us or cancel a game because one of our general managers was being an American, well, then that's on them. You know, I mean, it, it, Americans express themselves and let the chips fall where they may. And and Charles, these athletes have become b- right, political right. about what's happening here. Yeah, you know, and because sure. they have the freedom to and do that, so. That that's part of the rub too, because they the see yeah. they see them day in day out bashing this, bashing that. So now they're saying, "Oh, so you cave to the communist? Right. You don't bash them for the things they're doing because of the almighty dollar." But here it's free reign. You just mm-hmm. wear us out. And it is hypocritical to a it degree. Is. It's a mess. It's like a lot of other things. It's very complicated. And LeBron opened the players up to that by yep. going the route he went. Everybody's forgetting that. Yep. If he had just stayed non-political, because once he went political, then you open up, whoa, wait a minute. So you're critical of your own government, but you don't want this general manager being critical of the Chinese government? See, that he's the one that started that narrative. And so there's two different conversations going on, and frankly, I'm not sure they're related. <laughs> Uh, because it's it's two different. Are we talking about how we feel politically about regimes, including our own? Are we talking about that when we do business, we do business with countries all over the world, whether we love their p- politics or not? It's it's two different conversations. We got to get on the same page. Yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as our number. As we make our way back, uh, I have to ask you a question: Are you pleased with the mattress that you slept on last night? Well, Casper.com/slash/Bubba, the sleep company with the outrageously comfortable mattress uh, that uh, they'll help you to sleep better. Their ultimate goal is a world well slept. Their award-winning mattresses are transforming the way people sleep. Over 50,000 five-star reviews, the most loved and trusted sleep company uh, for mattresses. Uh, there are four layers of premium foam designed to provide pressure relief for all-night comfort. Their zone support is designed to provide extra support to keep your back aligned. And what I love is if, um, if, if you need time to decide on whether you love this or not, guess what? They'll let you <laughs> just sleep on it. Uh, they, well, here's what they do. Casper mattresses come with a 100-night 100 100-night 100 risk-free trial. So you have up to 100 nights to decide whether you really love it or not, uh, and also free shipping and free returns. So if you, we're getting ready to start the weekend right now, make the easy choice and go ahead and get the mattress of your dreams today at casper.com slash Bubba. Use that code Bubba. you get $100 toward the purchase of select mattresses. You also can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So moving on, um, so I, th- I think the problem with this whole deal is if NBA players can kneel during the national anthem and they think they have a right to protest their own country, which, by the way, they do. They do have the right to do that. And then, as Charles said, and then they have the right to suffer the consequences or upset people and people respond to their expression of free speech, then if that is the case, and it is, they should have never gone after the general manager for simply expressing didn't mean you know the, when the, when the NBA players talk about the ills of our country, they don't stop doing business with the country. Does the NBA refuse to play for the United States of America or be in the United States of America 
Uh, even though they have things politically or Rick, uh, not it, one NBA player has turned down a U.S. dollar that I'm aware of. So let me. I want to be sure I got this right. So you can protest this country and still do business with this country, and that not be hypocritical. But the Houston Rockets general manager cannot be critical of China and still do business with China because China doesn't allow you to be critical of them and still do business. Right. right. So they wanted to get right. fired. They didn't fire him, did they? Uh, I don't know. But I mean, how is what that guy did any different than any player or LeBron? Well, it's, or, look, it's a different deal. You don't have the same rules in China, but they have a right. gigantic market. Right. I mean, with just a fraction of the people there halfway interested in basketball, they have three times the number of people who could be watching as they do in the U.S. So the the, the, the NBA players who do protest, so they only care about the plight of Americans. They don't care about the plight of the Chinese. Well, they said they I'm just were trying care- to. I'm just trying to. They said they cared about the people, not the government. That's what they said. Right. Well, but you can't have it both ways. So in this country, <laughs> in this country, you say you care about the government and the people. You don't like the way the government is operated in this country. So you go out and. Make millions of dollars in the capitalistic uh, maximum liberty uh, provided you by the United States of America, and that same country gives you the right to protest and redress the government. I have no problem with that, and then people can get upset or not. That's also freedom of speech. Charles Barkley said that, Mm -hmm. and I agree with him on that. But you can't turn around and then tell a general manager that he can't use his American freedom to stand up for the people of Hong Kong and their plight for independence, and because that costs you something – now you're mad at him because here's what that sounds like. Go ahead and use your free speech as long as it doesn't cost you anything. Hmm. Well, well, then, well, that's cowardice. That, that, what that, we that, really there, didn't there's, get. There's, there's nothing to be applauded you, on that. You know, what we've got away from was classification point A, this GM mm-hmm. right. expressing his personal views mm-hmm. and then him being blamed for those personal views based on the job he held and who he works for and what their business relation is with China. I would like to hear what Charles thinks about him and what he said, right. not what everybody else has said about what was said. But to go back to where it started, I'd like to hear how he views what that manager said and how it affected this. It, it's we're trying to compare an open society with a closed, and it, you just you can't, can't do you it. Can't do it. It's I'll, apples and oranges. What, what would Charles think if he played in a league that said, "We decide what you can and can't protest, and we decide what you can and can't say." Now, a, a, pri- well, a private they do business to can some do. degree. Yeah. No, no. But I'm just saying. I know. I'm just talking about the Charles Barkleys of the world. Right. Would he be critical, even though a private company can't do that? We've talked about this. The NFL, the NBA, they can tell the players what they can and can't do. Right. Because that's not violating their constitutional right. Right. But they I'm, do what they want to. But I'm just talking. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just talking about the feelings of somebody limiting my American-given ability of free speech. Uh, we we hear this all the time on the kneeling of the protesting and all that. So it just seems like it's turned into something political, and it is really not. There's nobody looking for consistency or truth. I, I tell you the argument that that is right on the bullseye of this, and this was the NBA's treatment of North Carolina over the bathroom situation. Yeah. That is the one that's apples and apples you need to look at. Yep. That you go, the NBA forced their will on the state of North Carolina because they had the economic power to do it. In this case, China has the economic power to force the NBA to hush up, and they did. Right. And that's the problem. That's the inconsistency. That's where it's hypocritical. And that's the discussion you need to have. Mm Mm-hmm. Or maybe the NBA is a lot like China because it limits what people can and can't do in their own states. <laughs> That's huh? right. Huh? Yeah. 
are, are, are face the wrath of the NBA. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. If y'all don't let people go to what bathroom they want to, we won't play there. We're going to pull yeah. the rug out from yeah. under you. I guarantee you they don't let people in China go to the bathroom they want to. No. They don't have any of that food. Do you think China lets you just declare any gender you want no. to and walk into any no, bathroom you want to? No, you don't. To? You yeah. don't. So, so in other words, and North, if you think you're due, they will re-educate you on the issue. So the NBA says North Carolina bad, China good. That's 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 the problem right there. That's really where you get down to the road. I would I would have loved to have been on the panel to bring that up. Yeah, this other stuff is all smoke and mirrors and after the fact. Yeah, it really doesn't matter what Mike Pence says, and really doesn't matter what LeBron says, and. We have to look at the way the NBA treated North Carolina and the way they have responded to China. That's the problem. And you had some, what did you have, Speedy? Well, I, it was just a, an interesting back and forth, and we could come out of it when we, whenever you want, or we don't even have to play it, but Shaquille O'Neal is on the panel, and they get into a discussion, at, and at, at times him and Barkley start arguing. Different panel, different time? No, no they're, they're still they're on the same set, which, by the way, whoever set this set up, did y'all not care about the shadow and, and the way the yeah, sun was, was falling? Yeah, it was not lit real good. Uh, but um, <laughs> Shaq has done business in China before and was asked about it. As American people, we do a lot of business in China, and they know and understand our values, and we understand their values. And one of our best values here in America is free speech. We're allowed to say what we want to say, and we're allowed to speak up about injustices, and that's just how it goes. And if people don't understand that, that's something that they have to deal with. But, you know, I just think thought it was unfortunate for, you know, both parties, and then you got people speaking when they don't know what they're talking about. But, you know, Daryl Morey was right. Whenever you see something wrong going on anywhere in the world, you should have the right to say, that's not right, and that's what he did. And but but again, you know, when it comes to business, sometimes you have to tiptoe around things. But again, they understand our values. We understand our values, and here we have the right to speak, especially with the social media. We're going to say whatever we want to say when we want to say it. I realize that, and and I'll get into where I fall on that thing. But I'd like to hear you, Kenny. What did you have the biggest problem with? Did you have a big uh, problem with Daryl Morey tweeting that out? No, I didn't have a problem with him tweeting it out because that's the way he felt. That's the research he did in his mind. That's what he thought was uh, pertinent at the time. Um, you know, it would just kind of be the same way. If, if, if we don't allow Daryl Morey, right, Morey, even if you believe him or not, to speak, it would like saying LeBron, shut up and dribble. Like, he has an opportunity to speak. If you agree or don't disagree, you have that opportunity to combat it with Valid information and valid points to be contrary to it. The same way you would have had to do that when LeBron was speaking on social justice as Chris Paul was and Carmelo Anthony. You would have the right and the same way with um, when, when the kneeling was going on in football. You have the right to speak about it if you don't like it, like it, or you feel it's an injustice. So I didn't have a problem with him talking or him tweeting whatever he wanted to do. Well, I had a problem because the Rockets are pop. They're the most popular team. If anybody else had sent, sent a tweet, it probably would. We would have raised my eyebrows. But because the Houston Rockets and their affiliation with Yao Ming, they're the most popular team in China. So that was the first thing he should have thought about. Like, I'm not just speaking for myself, I'm speaking for the entire Rockets organization. And like I say, because of Yao Ming, the Rockets are by far and away the most popular team in China. You can't come to my country and make money and insult me. We don't get to impress our values on other countries. Oh, that's my first thing. Secondly, listen, I thought what happened to LeBron was unfair. 
Darryl Murray had the right to say it, but he didn't look at the big picture. But I thought what happened to LeBron was unfair because LeBron was caught in the middle for three reasons. Number one, LeBron makes a billion dollars a year from Nike. Nike makes $6 billion a year in China. The NBA makes billions of dollars a year in China. All these other American companies make money in China. Why is it up to the NBA Adam Silver, LeBron James, to ruin their financial situation when all these other companies are allowed to make money in China? Well, as long as Charles That's courtesy of TNT. As long as Charles feels that way about everybody who's in that same situation. Well, they don't though. I know. Charles said we don't have the right to force our will on other countries. Ask South Africa if we yeah. forced our will on them. Ask Sun City did we force our will on them. Right or not? Did hey, we do it? I asked uh, asked East and West Berlin yeah. if we forced our will on the wall. <laughs> the whole Soviet bloc. Asked ask the Soviet bloc. See, that makes that doesn't that doesn't hold water. Ask North Carolina if you forced it on them. The gravy. It is nine minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we'll take your phone calls. we got a few stories we'll hit. Uh, but first, the golden ticket seats today packed out today. Bubba, say hello to Jesse and Rachel Ballard. Where are they at right there? They just had their anniversary uh, this past Monday. So, I mean, it's a little, it's a little late, but one, two... Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. I got a Wish them many more. How many? How many? Three years. Oh, you crazy newlyweds? Uh, let's go to Katie and Curtis Wallace. They're here today. Hello, guys. Thanks for being with us. Josh McDaniel. Dylan Alberson is here. Biddy Cooper. Tim Evans. Jacob Bilstein. A.J. Wilson, Caitlin Hutcherson, Johnny Sanders, Brad Aldridge, former Rick and Bubba intern Shark Boy, Kevin Sargent with his beautiful daughter Olivia here today, and everybody in the Golden Ticket seat today takes home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. They also take home a Rick and Bubba double CD, and our guys are back. I mentioned Tim Evans and some of the guys that are here from North Clay Baptist Church. Every year they find their way over to old Rick and Bubba land, uh, because they have this really cool thing that they do, and a lot of you have attended it. If you want to find out more, you can go to northclay.org. Uh, that's on our website and show notes. It's called 1517, the Halloween that changed the world. Uh, and you and your family or your group or whatever can go through the journey and look back in church history, uh, a truly eye-opening story. Each walkthrough experience is about, third, about a half hour. It's free to attend it, and they take you back through the story. Uh, of the Halloween that changed the world, and that, of course, is Martin Luther and the Reformation. So, party like it's 1517. Party That's like it. it's 1517. That's it. So those details are at rickandbubba.com, <laughs> and that, that starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Light so, your candles and have a potty. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so, so make it count. Couple get of, your feather out and write a note. <laughs> get, 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 write down 99 things and nail it to something. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so anyway, we'll, uh, uh, we have a couple other stories, and then we'll get to the phones. Uh, Bruce Springsteen has slammed President Trump, saying he doesn't have a grasp on what it means to be an American. Uh, Of course, it does not surprise us at all. Uh, If you remember, Trump back in 2016 said he didn't need little Bruce Springsteen to win the election. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he said going forward, if you support Trump, 
when everyone else is saying Bruce, you actually boo. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, he says support good. Trump or vote Trump. Yeah, remember Trump. remember Springsteen was yeah. at Hillary Clinton's pre-election bash in Philadelphia that oh, turned yeah. out to be incredibly awkward for everybody. <laughs> so anyway, also also Chick Fil A giving everyone in Utah free chicken sandwiches. Mm. Bubba, it's called foul play promotion. Not a good one. That's a good and one. Uh, and so they uh, they promised to award free chicken to the entire state. <laughs> Of Utah, if an opposing team ever misses two free throws in a row in the fourth quarter, I thought that was a promotion where you drive through and you get free chicken for both your wives. Yeah, so, all right. So, so the season that's, good. that's boy, that's, that's real good. good. That's so good. You can leave a little early. Hey, Bubba, have a good weekend, and buddy. Bubba's out. Y'all are a little slow to get it, but I so so anyway, this Just was joke. this was talking about, of course, the Utah Jazz, which is one of the mascots. Right. It probably should have changed when they moved it from New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so Stephen Adams of uh, Oklahoma City Thunder missed two free throws in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. during the NBA season opener against the Utah Jazz, and those misses earned everyone in Utah a free chicken sandwich. The entire state. So it, is it if the opponent misses yeah. it? Mm-hmm. So if we're already losing real bad and I'm on the line, I miss two just so everybody gets food. Right. Well, because they don't want to promote the Utah Jazz missing food. Right. <laughs> right. They, they right. The, well, I thought it might be if we miss one, we'll help you get over it by giving well, you chicken. Well, yeah. You, you, you know, could, that works, you too. Could that way. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of chicken, did you see where Popeye's is actually having to hire new workers ahead of the chicken sandwich they have, the return oh, of yeah. the chicken sandwich? One, one of the best – I have to give them props. It's one of the best promotions out there. There's been yeah. some great ones. That chicken sandwich thing with Popeyes was fantastic. <laughs> Nothing sells like you can't have anymore. That's it. Oh, oh yeah. You can't yeah. have We're it. out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I want you all to know that every one of our Rick and Bubba items are almost out. Yes, sir. Right. Rick and Bubba <laughs> are not ordering and anymore We don't, we don't know if we'll ever have them again. <laughs> Probably never. That's right. Uh, if you want a Rick and Bubba University shirt, they're almost gone. There's only six left. Uh, mm-hmm. So also, uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to, to Bob in Gulf Shores listening on Sunny 105. Hey, Bob, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? Let me start out by saying you guys – I've listened to you for at least 20 years. Thank you. How long you've been on the air. Thank you. I, Thank sure you or we're so love hard. you guys. Mm. I really do. And your lives, except for Greg, mm. mirrors my life. I mean, no, I'm kidding, man. He, he's a, he sounds like a pretty good guy. But no, nah, this is China thing. I've been in, I've been in China uh, with a, as a, a company owner for 16 years. And what I don't think a lot of Americans understand is opinions. Bubba, you mentioned opinions. We're gonna we're gonna express our opinions through social media or through whatever avenue that we choose, but and we're gonna do it as Americans because we got the freedom to do it. In China and, and these other the countries that I've I've been in, and I'm in China frequently every ten weeks for the past sixteen Ooh, years. That's a long or, flight. Uh, yeah, man, it's brutal. You could be in a prosthetic and still be aching when you get there. But anyhow, what what Americans don't get is. There's two, there are two things that drive American culture or any economy, whether it be in India, China, America, Canada. It's population and culture. That's the two things that drive it. And this thing with the NBA, you know, Charles is right, but he doesn't even know why he's right. I'll be honest about it. He, he's, he's, he's accurate to some extent, but he doesn't know why. But the culture there is not an expressed opinion. It's not. Uh, and I was getting there. It's changed in the past 16 years, but it's not to have a, a 3,000 square foot home or it's not to, to eat steak every night. And it's not to drive a, 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 a big truck or a nice vehicle. 
that's not their culture. You've got a very small percentage of their, their population that enjoys a higher standard of living, but it's not the culture of all. Uh, and then you have the other end of it is population. I've got about 55 employees there, and you, you, people who use the word sweatshop, they, have, they just don't know what they're talking about because when you, when you look at what's relative of what they get paid, where they're at, the, the expenses, the, uh, the, the lifestyle, yeah. and the exchange rate, yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot different than what I think yeah, Americans grant. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Of course, there's one of the reasons that a lot of them don't desire that life is they're not, they're not allowed to be exposed to it. They, 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 well, they, they no, it's not there. They don't. They've but, never been exposed to it, Rick. That, well, that's the well, thing. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Had. But that's also yeah. by design by, by the government. But let me tell you this too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me tell you this too, though. Where Charles is inconsistent is the thing that Bubba brought up. Where he really messed up is when he said, and "I understand what you're saying. I understand what Charles well, is well, saying." Let me back up and say. Well, here's the here's the here's the inconsistent though. The NBA 100 percent 100 percent forced their worldview. On the state of North Carolina, they they told North Carolina went against the voters that their point of view would not be tolerated, and they forced the moral standards of the NBA on North Carolina and punished them for not adhering to the way the NBA thought the world should be. And then he turns around and say, "We don't have the right to force our views on other countries." That's just inconsistent. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.